This episode is brought to you by the Project Manga Patreon, the best way for viewers to support the project and allow us a means to keep providing new and quality content to our subscribers. Go to patreon.com slash projectmanga and find out more about the perks we have available to patrons, including early access to all of our content and exclusive videos like behind-the-scenes footage and additional manga reviews. That's patreon.com slash projectmanga. All right, let's get into the episode. Everyone and welcome back to the Project Manga Podcast, where we cover One Piece, My Hero Academia, Black Clover, Mashal, Doctor Stone, and Jujutsu Kaisen week to week. Back this week to discuss Weekly Shonen Jump issue number nineteen. I'm your host Knox, and I'm Nickums. Joined once again by Shonen Studi. What's up, man? How you doing? What's good? Yes, sir. <laughs> Had to get you back because we do have a full roster and quite a big Jujutsu Kaisen chapter, so you already know what it is. Before oh, yeah. we get into the discussion tonight, of course, we'd like you to take a look at the description down below. That's going to be where you find us on all of our individual social media accounts like Twitter, ways that you can join our online communities like Discord, listen to the Project Manga podcast anywhere you normally listen to podcasts, and uh, ways that you can support what we do here by visiting our online store and Patreon. There's also going to be timestamps down below. You can use those to navigate yourself throughout the video and skip the segments for the series you're not yet current in or you just don't want to watch right now. But getting in to the discussion tonight weekly shonen jump issue number 19 like i said we have a full roster and every single thing this week i feel like is going to be a massive conversation so we'll start mm -hmm. off with jujutsu kaisen chapter 145 the back Woo! oh my god the back of sukumo yuki look at it <laughs> <laughs> oh yes <laughs> this chapter was insane for exposition yeah, yeah for so much info so and much I feel, info. i feel like that's rare um in in jujutsu kaisen as, as far as exposition dumps go i feel like gege is very sparing with um the fleshing out of concepts yep. so mm -hmm. like you know they'll introduce a concept and what's really cool about it you know or at least something that that tethers us in in, in interest to it and then mm -hmm. you know they'll be very vague with the information that they give and kind of pepper it in over time so you never really right. get these huge togashi style cool. exposition dumps but it right is. so i feel like now that we, i feel like the fact that we're getting one you know in this chapter is a really big deal for jujutsu kaisen and it means yeah. that things oh, yeah. are probably going to start really turning up action wise like immediately following this so oh mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah man man so where where do you start i mean um, where do ken, you start? Ken, kenjaku the, the 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 guy has oh, been yeah, named ken, kenjaku I don't care what his name is. I'm still calling him Brain or Get. <laughs> like, I'm gonna know who you're talking about if you say Kinjaku, but it's just I've been calling him Brain for like half a year now. Right, so, right. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Tengen as a cosmic entity now that we found out in this chapter essentially he yeah. never ended up linking with any kind of star plasma vessel he didn't get a replacement after Rico Amini was assassinated so um he ended up just continuing to evolve for the next 11 or 15 years or however long it has been mm -hmm. and now he has essentially left his physical form become more of a corporeal you know entity that mm -hmm. is one with the universe you know what I mean? So very similar to like the Phoenix Force inside of Marvel Comics at this point. What's really cool is that he uses um, when they're talking about, you know, how he, they can speak to him and mm -hmm. and whatnot or, or why. Why can't he leave? I can't remember what the question was, but he basically tells them, like, 
this form that you're looking at right now is just someone that I'm giving you to like talk to. You know what I mean? Right, I'm not right. even a person anymore, essentially. In fact, he even says I'm more, I'm closer to a curse than I am, you know, a human at this point. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and he's talking about his barrier technique and essentially how if it wasn't for, you know, this perimeter, I guess, that he has established, he wouldn't be able to communicate with them. And that reminds me a lot of um, there's a, a concept inside of Marvel Comics because you have the cosmic entities like um, eternity and infinity and love and hate and chaos and order. Those are just concepts that make up the universe. They are sentient, but they don't have physical forms. If they want a physical form, they actually have to travel to a pocket dimension called the... Um, the dimension of manifestations, I think. And they have to talk to somebody that gives them a physical form to come talk to physical people with. You know what I mean? Hmm. That feels a lot like what this barrier technique allows for Tengen because essentially he is just one with the universe and can only communicate with them. He, he only has his mind and consciousness intact in a way to where he can talk to a physical person inside of this area, which I think is like a really cool thing at least for me as a comic book reader. To no, kind of for like sure. Make no, it, to kind of draw an analog to, you know what I yeah. mean? I, yeah, I had um, thought of it in a different way. I, I think your um, the space aspect is definitely, could definitely be a, a factor, but I was thinking like, his barrier was his skin, essentially. Like, oh. I, I wouldn't normally have like a body, but like, I'm just like keeping this all in with my barrier or whatever, oh, right? Like, sure. But the space I, probably makes more sense. <laughs> yeah, just like a, just like a, you know, a proximity. Yeah, you know this white I mean? room yeah. they're in or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the only place where he can actually physically speak. You know, mm -hmm. what I mean? but yeah. he is everywhere outside of this room as well. Yeah, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. Like yeah. Just a cool. I love. Like, I love characters like that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. like, Fudo Mio O from Samurai 8. Very similar. Right. Very similar concept. Mm -hmm. I think it's, like, really cool that, like, he's even saying, like, I'm not even here right now, which makes me think, what does the actual Tengen even look like since mm -hmm. he said he's closer to that of a cursed spirit than a human being? Right, you know? right. So, so, like, is he himself the barrier, or is it just, like... And in, in terms of how he looks, right? Yeah. So right at the very beginning, um, Yuji interrupts the conversation is like, hey, like, why do you look like that? And and he, he goes in response to Yuji, like, I may be immortal, but I'm not immune to aging. After 500 years, you'd look like this too. And he's like, like, really? And I, I was thinking initially, like, okay, it could be a joke, right? You know what I mean? Like, just right. a funny thing. This, this dude could be a joke or whatever. Um, yeah. But what if he's... This guy's like really intelligent about how curses work and about right. you know how everything works. You know what I mean? Right. What if he knows Yuji's got Sakuna? Sakuna has four eyes. What if this oh, is this four shit. eyes thing is just a thing that happens if you have an inner intermingled body with a cursed spirit? Eventually, you get four eyes, kind of thing. Oh you know what wow! I mean? oh. That's like really cool. I, I didn't okay. even think about the four eyes like link. You know, right? To... Thinking, oh, he's got four eyes. Okay, cool. That's part of his design. That's <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Cool. That's kind of cool that, like, you even thought about that, like, after a certain period of time, and if you, like, you know, fuse with a cursed spirit, then you just get to have four eyes right. and a freaky-ass body. <laughs> could be, could be. And as far as, like, the, the, the line of dialogue that says he's more, you know, cursed than human now, that kind mm -hmm. of... That was like crazy for like the ghetto plot, you know. Obviously, yeah. that's a really oh, yeah. big that's a really big deal for Kenjaku or whoever we're calling him now. Mm -hmm. um, but like, it makes sense though too, because it's like if you are essentially if you've kind of um, evolved past the need for a physical form and you're kind of just become a, a, a mass of 
of sentient energy. You know, mm -hmm. I mean that that is that is one with everything. And I mean, like curses are born from energy. So you know, mm -hmm. you're definitely not a person anymore. <laughs> you you know, you don't you don't right. even have a, a human looking body for the most part anymore. And you're basically entirely comprised of energy at this point. So yeah, that makes a lot of sense actually. And you know, this would actually kind of make a lot of sense, especially because we see that like, you know, Brankun or Kinjaku has teeth on his brain. And maybe like after a certain sure. period of time over the past thousand years, his brain just evolved to talk if he doesn't have like the cap on. Oh, oh shit. Very interesting. I like food that. That is huh. food for thought. <laughs> the, the One of the things that I thought was interesting, you know, after, after he says this, right, Tengen says like, I'm more cursed spirit than human being and that makes me a target for curse manipulation curse spirit manipulation mm -hmm. and everyone like freaks out right like everyone immediately yeah. understands the implications of that point yeah. um and i just thought it was interesting like he he says um it, it's possible that he might be able to seize me the moment we encounter each other right does that mean he can seize sakuna the moment he encounters sakuna like is it isn't there like power level involved at all like sukuna i feel like it'd be like nah you're, you're not going to control yeah, me yeah, right. but why why can't tengen right I mean, well or is maybe he's just like weak in everything else except for barriers or something I yeah don't know. because kinjaku did say that like tengen like when jogo asked like who's stronger tengen or gojo he was like tengen's more like a tree than a person oh and, like, okay it sure it doesn't really mean that he's like super powerful it just means that he lives forever sure yeah. okay yep, yeah yeah i love that yep yep yeah, yeah. but it, as far it, as like the the manipulation aspect we do remember back in like hidden inventory when we got like a little diagram and a little breakdown of how ghettos the real ghettos curse spirit manipulation works and there had there was a you know it's based on the discrepancy of uh skill of the sorcerer and the level right. of you know curse or whatever but mm -hmm. i don't think that that's i don't think that that stipulation is as drastic for kenjaku in ghetto's body i think that mm -hmm. i think that whatever as prodigious as ghetto was as a high schooler i feel like kenjaku with the experience that he has after body hopping for X amount yep. of time can mm -hmm. jump into a body and just fully realize whatever that curse technique is. So True. as far as whatever limitations we saw in hidden inventory, I doubt that, you know, Kenjaku has any kind of limitation similar to that inside of his version of curse manipulation. Sure. Yeah. Or just that his power level is like way higher for the purposes of sure. that equation. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, right, yeah. right. Yeah. And that makes sense too, because he's just naturally has more cursed energy probably. Yeah. He's just older. He's, he's like Sukuna. He's, he's yeah. probably very similar yeah. to Sukuna in, right. in, a, in a way. Right. Yeah. So then maybe those stipulations are still there, but they're just scaled up to meet mm -hmm. Kenjaku's level of yeah. skill and power. <laughs> right, right, right. All right, sure. So then, I mean, then that essentially means that there's maybe just no limit, period, if he's able to take some someone like Tengen instantly. Mm -hmm. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Because, like, what would be oh, the, I, I, what would I be the limit? Like, I wouldn't yeah. say that there's no like no limit period. It's just that like Kenjaku is at such a high tier, like maybe like under Sukuna, like right up there with like Gojo and stuff. That he's yeah. just like, yeah, mine, yeah. mine, <laughs> mine. <laughs> That's such a crazy I, I thing to that. think about. And the way that the way that Gege kind of paints the picture of like what Kenjaku's real goal is through the exposition of how Tengen even exists is really cool because. Yeah, as soon as he said, I'm a, I'm a target for cursed spirit manipulation, even before you get the rest of the explanation, you go, okay, he never, he never found a body, so then he evolved to become one with everything. He's more spirit, or he's more cursed spirit than human at this point. Cursed manipulation takes him, once he's in the Pokeball, forces assimilation with everybody. Now mm -hmm. that Tengen is at a point to where he can merge with more than one person because he's evolved. It all makes, it's all so tight and perfect, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, and For yeah. such a convoluted 
or, or complicated, you know, situation and concept, it feels really good. But I could tell yeah. that it requires you, you know, to have a, a level of passion for the series. You know what I mean? Like casuals are going to have a hard time with yeah, this. Like, uh, for sure, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like you got to really have been paying attention, I feel like, for this to feel good to you. You know what right, I mean? Right, right. And the, Oh, go for it. Oh, I was just going to say and the, the, what this chapter does for me personally, I don't know if it did it for anybody else, but it really shows off the consequences of hidden inventory. Yes. Like, yeah. like how like and how like Sukumo basically put Ghetto on this path and she didn't even mean to because she accidentally lied to Ghetto because she told she was the one who told him. Yeah, don't even sweat it. Like Tingen probably has another body already, but she was wrong. Yeah. He doesn't have a body. And then that set him on this path to get him killed, to put him in the hands of Kinjaku, who now is running amok all throughout Japan. Mm-hmm. It's mm. wild. It, it was like, what, like one or two chapters ago where uh, Yuki Tsukumo was like, yeah, every, all this started like 11 years ago and everything yeah. went off course. It's like, okay, now now this whole, I feel like the whole series is tied together with this, not, not necessarily this exact scene, but like yeah. this you know you know plot line essentially oh, this, this is the entire series coupled with like the fact that kenjaku was behind like all of the initial conflicts mm -hmm. and like the major conflict of sealing gojo he was behind tsukimi like it all links everything that's happened in the series so far is now kind of has a common denominator you know mm -hmm. what i mean and that from a storytelling standpoint feels really good when you have a bunch of wild concepts that seem to fly oh, off yeah. the rails at times it feels yes. really good when Gege drops these continuity chapters that link those things together. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yep, yep. It's, it's like it's like a satis it's like seeing chains actually getting linked together, and for some reason, it's really, really satisfying. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. and, like, mm -hmm. and even like, and this is small, but going back to the beginning of the chapter, this isn't the first time that Yuki's met Tengen. Yes. Like, we yes. haven't seen anything between their interactions at all, and he probably looked actually no, I can't even say he looked completely different because. She couldn't have survived 500 years ago. She's here now. She's mm -hmm. definitely an old hag by now. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. I, so hopefully we get some more um, expedition, some more background into that in the future. Yeah, I think we will since um, since she's staying behind, right? And, and oh. that was like so surprising when it's like two two of you three have to stay, and I'm like, dang, like who is gonna who's gonna be staying? Like, yeah. would would because um, Yuki like complained on page four, right? She's like. Right. That's not fair. You haven't even told us like why you yeah. want us to be guards or like how long to be guards. Yeah. So I thought since she was complaining, she would like complain about being a guard in the first place mm -hmm. or at the end of the day, right? But like at the end, she's like, oh, well, I'll stay. Like now that I know like why we're doing it, I actually want to talk to you more anyway. So like, yeah. that's this is great for me. It's like, but but why do you want to talk to him? Like what what's right. your motivation? You know what I mean? Shit, I feel man, like when, you got, when you got a fucking magic eight ball of a character in front of you in such a in such trying times with so many questions <laughs> yeah yeah but i mean it makes sense though leave one of the special grade sorcerers with tengen as a bodyguard and then let the other special grade sorcerer go with the main cast of heroes so mm -hmm. you just have a good power balance everywhere that it's necessary you know yeah. what i mean yeah um and, and even when she was complaining i feel like she was complaining more on the behalf of akotsu than on her behalf because sure really she didn't really care and mm -hmm. akotsu even says like i don't want to leave everybody again yep. so yep yeah, I love how um, when they're talking about the culling game and they they kind of highlight rule number six. Mm -hmm. And I remember when the culling game, you know, chapter came out and we got the, the the rules or whatever. I remember the timeline, me myself included. Everyone was like thinking of what rules to add, and it was like really fun for a couple days. And yeah. then seeing this rule now, it's like so obvious and like couldn't think of it. I couldn't think of any rule that 
would be cool and make sense, you know what I mean? But then it's like, sure. yeah, we'll just add a rule where Sumiki and other unwilling participants can just not play if they don't want to. And it's like, right. well, yeah, right. what the fuck? <laughs> but then again, it can't really affect the long-term goal of the game. So I don't mm. even know if that, that would even be allowed as a rule. Right. I, I would be... I, I definitely bet that they're going to ask for this rule, right? They're going to get the 100 points and be like, let anyone who doesn't want to play leave, right? And it's like, sorry, like, I, I'm a, my, as, as a dragon, I can't grant that wish of the Dragon Balls. You have to, you have to scale it down a little bit, right? You have to make yeah. it a little less. And it's like, okay, let's, let's Tsukimi leave. And then yeah. maybe that is. But then I feel like the plot is going to go like, what if she doesn't want to leave? You know what I mean? Mm. What if she's like brainwashed in some way by this ability? Which anyway, it seems we'll, we'll... like she might be. You know right, I mean? right, right, right. Yeah. Because I mean, Ghetto, when he was arguing with um, with, with uh, Yuki um, at mm -hmm. the end of, of, of the Shibuya incident, he was kind of saying his plan. She was like, you really think people are that evil that they'll just start killing each other because they have power? And he's like, I already thought about that. So, bye. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but if you already thought about it, then it's probably a countermeasure in play, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think that's huge because you have to really think about what it means to join the culling game. You have to kill a hundred people mm -hmm. at least to even be able to like offer these points. And Or like that, however many sorcerers that equals, because it's like yeah, five, five points for a sorcerer. Really, yeah. That's really mm -hmm. crazy because it doesn't seem like Fushiguro has any really objections to this, but Yuji doesn't like killing people at all right mm -hmm. so this is going to be weighing heavy on him as a character and i love yes. i would love I'm, I, I'm so excited to see his character develop from that man yeah. he's already been it's like how many traumatic like situations are we gonna throw yuji in before he gets like a moment of reprieve because it's like there's only so much a 16 year old kid you know can fucking take you know what i mean right. so it's like yeah, i yeah. thought his breaking point was coming out of the fucking sakuna swap in the shibuya incident you know what i mean he's fucking mm -hmm. puking everywhere you know what i mean like we've seen hella growth from pretty much every altercation that yuji has been in you know what i mean mm -hmm. especially the shibuya incident now going into something like this where it's like these aren't transfigured humans you know what i mean these aren't you know evil sorcerers these are just motherfuckers that are confused and just randomly got power so it's like not yep. the same circumstance as any other time yuji has had to kill someone you know what mm -hmm. i mean so it's just yeah. another layer of trauma that's not redundant even though it all exists inside of the same wheelhouse you know yeah. what I mean? And it's just like, really, the, the level of thought that's put into these like plot premises is kind of, is really it's impressive, incredible. actually. It yeah. really is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's like, even even in Shibuya, Yuji didn't necessarily kill anybody. It was just Sukuna using his body as a vehicle to go on yes. a mass murdering spree. Yes. And now he's actually going to have blood on his hands, like in yes. order of obedience. And we saw how that went with his conversation with Nobara. And this, he's probably going to have a similar conversation with Megumi and that's just that's gonna hit that's gonna mm -hmm. hit for sure so oh, yeah. that's gonna hit drastically bro should we talk about the prison realm yes but wait just going back a little bit it's kind of yeah. crazy how kinjaku fought two six eyes users yeah and then, and then at, at the, third, the second time he was just like mm, we're not doing this again and then yeah. so he went when they were one month old and murdered babies he <laughs> yeah. will do anything for his goal he's been getting he's getting his back blasted he's out blowing <laughs> back, <laughs> and now he's out murdering babies i've never seen somebody so persistent in their goals yeah and like man bro and when, when you really when you put it like that it's like this man is really this whoever this is is going above and beyond in ways that i feel like we've never seen before and like it's so extreme on like every end of the spectrum you know what i mm -hmm, mean it's mm -hmm. like look at how 
calculated he is going all mm-hmm. the way back to the beginning of the series and be- before the beginning of the series, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then you talk yeah. about fucking how far he's willing to go interacting with the characters that we've come to know and love to, as far as being Yuji's mom, killing <laughs> infants, you know what I mean? Like, this is levels of sinister that I feel like we haven't seen on top of this level of... Um, genius and calculation you know what i mean mm-hmm. like it's mm-hmm. very it's yeah. very rare i feel like to get a total package this complete in so many areas for a villain mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah. Oh, yeah and toji toji is getting gojo levels of like just yeah. showtime yeah retrospective not, hype yeah he's not even in the series anymore and he's just getting so much hype like just his existence mm-hmm. is what broke the balance between tingen kinjaku and everything else that well, was think about it I think it's very poetic if you think about it. It though, really because, is because if you look at Gojo, he he shifted the the course of of reality just by being born, and he's on the entirely opposite spectrum as Toji, being like the pinnacle of cursed energy, mm-hmm. and Toji being like the one below oh, all God. of that, literally on the opposite side of the spectrum, and them being paradigm shifters mm-hmm. is like a really cool narrative link in that regard i feel like and it's even more poetic when you realize that toji was pretty much abused by his family and had it didn't want anything to do with the jujitsu world and his entire existence is what is causing its upheaval yeah and then look at gojo what's it like to be a a, what's it like to be a six eyes what's it like to be Mm -hmm. a gojo clan it's probably a golden boy pampered (laughs) raised and 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 you know catered to and in all the ways you would assume, you know, royalty, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, Beautiful to be. That's yeah. probably the the dichotomy is pretty intense, actually, if you think oh, about yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. man. But yeah, this prison realm, though. Yes, the back of the prison realm. <laughs> the back. This explanation I... actually feels really good because, like, yeah. when, it, when, it, when 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 um, Ghetto was explaining it, you were like, all right, well, that's it. That's that's He's sealed unless he dies. You know what I mean? Like... That we'll figure he'll figure out a way to die and not die or something, but like mm-hmm, if, mm-hmm. if that's if those are the rules, I can, we we can't really expect Jujutsu Kaisen to break them for the sake of plot, you know what I mean? Yep. So like that's that's it, you know. But then you add other things that use those rules and kind of bend yep. them to create this explanation instead of outright breaking them, and it, it it's just that's how you do it, you know what I mean? Like, I, I never even considered the idea of the back of, of a back door to something that could steal things, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you just yeah here's the back door we can get yeah. gojo out. uh yeah. here you go <laughs> yeah yeah and then they're talking about how like the only other ways to get in before were either to use the inverted spear of heaven uh, gojo. <laughs> or the, the or that black rope and gojo right. is like oh this interferes with my curse technique this interferes with my curse hey. technique let's get these out of here yeah and then you guys can have whatever other techniques and whatever other tools you want because they're not getting through this limitless you know what i mean right, it's just such right. a gojo you're just like god you fucking idiot but i mean like it makes sense it's like if you mm-hmm. are if you are perfect except for two weaknesses Eradicate get rid those of those weaknesses. weaknesses like right. imagine if superman was like i am so tired of batman beating me for this fucking kryptonite ring that he keeps on him i'm just gonna go fucking destroy all the fuck i'm just gonna take a weekend use my <laughs> uh, you know i'm just gonna take one weekend and use my supersonic speed and strength to find all of the fucking kryptonite mm-hmm, and find mm-hmm. it i'm gonna bring someone with me and have them destroy it since i can't get near it but something right. you know what i mean like it makes sense get yeah. your weaknesses out of here you know what i mean mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately you made your fucking students lives hell <laughs> but, but it makes sense it's so funny uh, 
It's so funny because like Yuji and Megumi are the two that have the correct reaction to this. But like Yuji's in the background, like ha ha ha. That's 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 kind. That sounds just like Gojo Sensei. And then it's like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Yeah, <laughs> I love how they're both just like, yo, dude, what are you doing, bro? For like right. both both pieces of information, Gojo sealed the inverted spear of heaven over eleven years ago or destroyed it, and then Yuji's like. Gojo, man, what the fuck? And then they're like, yeah. And then last year, Gojo got rid of all the black rope too. And Megumi's like, this man sucks. <laughs> and then, then we get um, uh, the explanation of where Yuta has been this whole time, like why yeah. he went to Africa, right? Yes. Like he went yeah. to Africa to find more black rope to get yeah. the rest of it, right? Yeah. And it's, there's there is no more. But I, I just love hearing of like where he was, like the reason why, right? Why yeah, did he, why did why was he looking for the black rope though? Maybe. He was probably Maybe Gojo told him Miguel. to. Because, so like, Gojo he, knew not... that he would be sealed with the prison rope? No, 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 no. Like, he, oh. he, Gojo's trying to get rid of the black rope. Oh, sure, Go sure. find the rest of the black Go rope and get rid of it. Go find the rest of the black rope. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's kind of funny that we see, like, this little, like, shaded panel of Miguel in the background. He's just like, yeah. there's no more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do you want me to do? All right. So what's up with Hana Kurusu? Hana Kurusu. So this is very cool, interesting. Right? This is tight. Okay, oh, yeah. so you guys remember? I don't know if you guys remember this, but this is like this is an idea that um, that I've had and that we talked about on the show about like the possibility of um, cursed tools. Since the, since the the explanation is that they've been imbued with cursed energy, you know, and they get certain, um, you know, they have certain effects. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. like playful yeah. cloud does what playful cloud does. Inverted spear of heaven does what the inverted spear of heaven does but the inverted spear, the inverted spear of heaven has an actual like technique technique and we were talking <laughs> yeah. about the possibility of like these techniques that are imbued in these curse tools actually belonging to sorcerers sure you sure. know what i mean and this new this new um character hanakurusu literally has the inverted spear of heaven essentially as a curse technique you know mm -hmm. what i mean and she's an angel kind of character and i feel like that mm -hmm. links directly to inverted spear of heaven in like oh. a in like a in like a naming convention sense you okay. know what i mean so like i feel like this is i feel like this is really good but like but see like what i was thinking of originally when it comes to this curse tool stuff is that like maybe the person whose ability it was is dead you know or something mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't know how i linked it to where if a tool has the curse technique a person probably can't that's just sure. like what i like thought yeah. but then i also thought the technique comes from a person in the first place so i didn't really have it all you know like thought out or whatever but i think that this is the start of the potential fleshing out of that idea yeah you know what sure I mean? sure and that's really exciting for me because i remember feeling like really cool when i thought of that and i don't know if anybody else like thought of that either but like i would remember being like if we ever get like a curse tool arc it would be so mm -hmm. cool to see the origin of these and see some kind of exposition that's like yo we found out that if you have a really strong curse technique you could imbue you know a tool with it and basically have like a a junior version of your curse technique in like an expendable appendage you know what i mean right like you know and that's kind of like where that thought started but this hana kurusu character it's like her curse technique can extinguish any curse technique so it's like when when you're fight is she a fighter too you know what i mean I or or you'd think with an ability like that that there wouldn't be a lot of martial prowess there 
Right. Probably not. I mean, maybe because like, I mean, if you're because a lot of like sorcerers and a lot of uh, curse users, they are very proficient in hand to hand combat. So like you can't just say like, OK, say goodbye to your curse technique and then expect nothing else to happen. Like right. so they're probably going to have a gun like Toji and like, oh, well, no curse mm-hmm. technique. bang. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Right. And it's like Black Flash, a curse technique. It isn't right. It's just you're perfectly timing your your use of cursed energy yeah. it, her her technique doesn't extinguish cursed energy it extinguished cursed techniques right yeah, so yeah. you can still get beat to shit even even with this uh, ability right oh wait yeah. what if this is the vehicle that that the culling game is talking about you'll be subject to cursed technique removal what oh. if it's this oh. character oh. yo that's that's gonna hurt a lot because because now need... this is not necessarily someone that you can just run up and rally to your yeah. cause this seems okay, this could potentially be someone right. who's directly allied with kenjaku now this <laughs> because they've been alive for the past thousand years yeah they're hey this is right. a hey no. period character isn't it that's what they said yeah yeah, yeah. They said, like, yes. she's like a thousand years old and i gotta figure out how are all these thousand year old sorcerers survive like uraume ghetto and mm-hmm. uh, hana like well we talked is... about it we talked about this actually mm. on the show because obviously Kenjaku has a body swapping ability. And then we mm-hmm. talked about the possibility that Uraume has some kind of cryogenic stasis ability mm-hmm. inside of their ice technique. You know what I mean? That could keep their body in a state of stasis for X amount of time. And that everybody from this Heian era has like a different way to keep themselves alive for sure. a long periods of time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I mean, after cryostasis and body swapping, the, the imagination kind of like <laughs> you know yeah. starts to have a hard time thinking of other unique ways to survive for long periods mm-hmm. of time but i mean like inside of hana kurasu i don't fucking know dude yeah, like I, maybe it's because maybe it is her curse technique that's just keeping her alive and uh, just a side note i really love her design it makes me think of like gabriel the angel especially because she's an yes. angel and she's got yep. the horn yep yeah. like, yep yep wow love that so there's a, a wording thing I want to talk about here, right? So, like, the wording is a little specific on page 17 with the uh, description of the inverted sphere of heaven and the black rope. So it says, inverted sphere of heaven nullifies curse techniques. That's right. Black rope disrupts and cancels curse technique effects. Hanakurasu's technique extinguishes curse techniques. Right. So then that, I think, can play into what y'all are talking about, where that rule is, if you break the rules or whatever, or you leave the game, subject to curse technique removal. Extinguish could be that word, removal, right? Yeah. Like curse yeah. technique extinguishment, yeah. a.k.a. Megumi would not be able to do the summoning yeah. anymore. Right. Um, and you just choose a different yeah. verbiage because you don't want it to be obvious that this is the curse technique remover yes, that yes, the culling yes. game was talking about. So you use yep. extinguish to yep. kind of like um, sever that breadcrumb trail potentially, yeah. even yeah. though yep. it feels really good after our conversation that this is that vehicle. And if yeah. that's the case, and this this character is directly allied with Kenjaku, then it's, it's so crazy how like, I'm thinking of this, um, kind of idea in other series and it's like mm-hmm. this character being introduced you'd be like oh yeah okay well our, our job is to find them as soon as we find them we're good but it's like no because <laughs> this person might like be your enemy you know what I mean like mm-hmm. this is the answer you need you know what I, yeah this is the answer you're looking for but they're probably a bad guy you know what I mean it's mm-hmm. not it's just a different I feel like approach to um, giving win conditions to the audience and the characters mm-hmm. and then having 
you know, really big stipulations on those win conditions, even if they're hard to find already. You know, usually mm -hmm. that's just the stipulation. It's going to be impossible to find this guy, you know what I mean? Or it's going to be impossible to find this thing, but as soon as you do, you win. But then yeah. it's not, like, that's not necessarily the case with Hanakurusu, which like, is really yeah, no, interesting. Right. We know where she is, we know yeah. what they do, mm -hmm. but they're on the opposing side and JJK has shown time and time again, it's not so easy to just be rallying people to your side or right. talking to them into giving you what you need. You either got to kill them or be really, really smart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah for real. For sure, for sure. Oh. Um, one, one minor thing I wanted to bring up that yeah. um, there was a question, page four, Megumi is talking to Tengen and um, he asks, why didn't Kenjaku use your barrier that time and turn everyone in Japan into sorcerers via idol transfiguration? That is like the and, one dialogue bubble that completely confused the shit out of me. Like I have no, well, yeah. so this this ties into a conversation we were having a few episodes ago, right? Sure. Where like we were talking about um, how did Junpei get his technique, right? And yeah. there, the, the the two options we were playing with, right, is that um, either uh, Mahito literally gave it to him through idle transfiguration right like regular dude used idle transfiguration now you have a technique the other option was like junpei had this technique latent within him the whole yep. time and yep. all mahito did was like subtly transfigure his soul so that it unlocked his ability that he already would have had yeah um but yeah. it never would have naturally come up right yeah, that's but the this... confirmed that's the confirmed route isn't it yeah no the, the confirmed route is the first one uh, Kenjaku can just give anyone a technique anytime he wants. It's just really, really, really inefficient. Yeah, it, it, it takes a, it takes a lot of energy to do it. I remember that. I remember in Shibuya incident when they were explaining it. He, he said that the the two people that were marked were people that you know could become vessels similar to Yuji, and mm -hmm. then people like Junpei who were innately sorcerers and mm -hmm. have techniques, but had their brains rewired or wired in a way to where they were just regular humans. And he was basically severing that limiter. I think I don't well. remember. I don't remember 100 if Junpei was mentioned in the in the actual chapter dialogue, or if we were saying, "Oh, like Junpei," you know what yeah, I mean? I think if Junpei we were was saying there, Junpei. like you know, um, it, it was. Uh, oh, like a background, like a grayed yeah, out, like yeah, grayed out background panel. type thing. Yeah, right, exactly. Right, it showed right, Junpei right, right. there. Right, absolutely. Right. So that's why I was saying I'm pretty sure that it confirmed the latter possibility that you were talking about because it literally says in the dialogue like humans that should be sorcerers but their brains mm -hmm. are just like weirdly wired you know what i mean sure. so but but what tangan here is saying on page four right yeah. like he didn't say like oh no like not everyone can get a curse technique mm -hmm. he said like uh no he just doesn't have enough energy like it's just it's just very right. inefficient to do this so like right. that's why he can't do it that way or whatever so i don't know i think yeah. i think personally it's confirmed the first one right that yeah. he could give anyone a technique at any time if he wants to but yeah. I, I don't know yeah i guess it's you know Here's, Could be way too. here's my question is like what are all of the applications of tengen's barrier because his barrier technique is very um loosely defined i want to say yeah, because very it's like, yeah. yeah it's oh, yeah. very vague because it's like okay the barrier technique as far as what we were talking about at the beginning of the review when i was making the marvel comic like link is that it's literally just a proximity that allows his consciousness to exist inside of to allow him to talk to three-dimensional bodies mm -hmm. whereas outside of that his he doesn't have a physical form and he can't speak to you but mm -hmm. like then now it's saying why didn't kenjaku use your barrier that time to do something completely separate from allowing him to be a person you know what i mean like in this area you know what i mean like what else can tengen's barrier technique do and like if we're gonna have a giant exposition chapter 
Like, why isn't that included? Why does everyone just, like, act like they understand how this barrier technique works when we've never gotten the exposition for it? You know what I mean? It's like, or at least maybe I don't remember the exposition. Maybe we have gotten right. it. But, like, I swear I'm having the hardest time really, like, if someone were to ask me what is, te- what is Tengen's barrier technique, mm-hmm. I'd be like, I, I, uh, you, know? <laughs> you know, like I'd try to go into like what I was talking about earlier, but then past right. that, like I wouldn't be able to explain other things that this technique allows him to do. You know what I mean? So it's like, the, is it the supposed only other to thing be vague I can... right now and we're supposed the, to be confused? I, I, th- I think it is supposed to be vague because yeah. we, we got a little bit of a, um, a little, I don't want to say a hint, but we got a little bit of exposition into it in Goodwill and earlier within this arc mm-hmm. when they were saying that like, yeah, um, Tengen's Barrier switches doors. You'll never be able to find them if you don't like know exactly which one. And like, maybe he just has the ability to just make different barriers with different effects, different like specialties. Oh, you know, I'm sure. sure like, oh but, yeah, it's, it's a barrier technique. So it's just yeah. anything barrier related. There's probably multiple applications. Mm-hmm. And it's just the general concept of barriers he's the master of. Right. Sure. And and Kenjaku, as as Tengen said in this chapter, Kenjaku is the second best barrier technique user after Tengen. So yeah. so he might have some other techniques. Maybe Tengen also does them, or maybe t- he has techniques that Tengen doesn't even have to use barriers in a different way, right? Mm-hmm. To... to um, put a technique through the barrier affecting everyone in the barrier say i don't know sure. like yeah yeah which would explain the um the uh curtains that were in shibuya like and how they got created because you know he had right. the nail had people go around putting the nail down and then out though each barrier had like a different spell so maybe it has something similar to do with that mm-hmm. yeah i like that but that mm-hmm. man i just i was just hoping like out of everything that this chapter gives us as far as exposition making a lot of things make a lot more sense these barrier mm-hmm. techniques and it's like directly associated with tengen are still so vague and it's like oh god damn it Gengen. right right <laughs> i mean i right now I, I feel like everything up to even including say page 15 where he reaches into this black flame and pulls out the back of the prison realm yeah that needs that, that's probably too. that that's probably a barrier technique he oh, had sure. he had the back in some barrier that you can't see and he just like i'm just gonna unzip this barrier that you can't see and oh here i go and yep here's the back you know what i mean like he probably does shit all the time (laughs) but like i wonder if kenjaku knows that there's a back to the prison realm you'd you'd think not right because one why hasn't he mentioned the back of the barrier any time or the back of the prison realm literally any time he's talked about it Two, mm-hmm. when he's talking about the only ways to get rid of it, he either knows that there's a back door or he doesn't, or he either knows that there is a back door and he lied to Jogo or whoever he was talking to after he sealed Gojo, or he doesn't know. And it's like, if he doesn't know, why doesn't he know that? I, I, think, <laughs> you know? That he, I think that he does know, yeah. but like, the people that he's around, he can't just be saying that information to. You can't just go around and say, like, yeah, I have this guy uh, sealed in this box, and there's a back door to it, which I don't know where it's at, but sure. it's somewhere. Yeah, and if he doesn't even know where it's at, why bring it up? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah that's and even if you don't know where it's at, if you even let that information go, yeah, it, your your allies could then become enemies. Like, you know, let me go right. find this back to the box, unsealed yeah. go, and have him murk this motherfucker. Maybe, oh, sure. maybe, maybe Kenjaku, like, always knew about the back of the prison realm, never told the Cursed Spirit family because they're not involved in that part of the plan to deal with the back of the prison realm and he's mm-hmm. on his way or the next leg of his plan is to get the back of this 
you know, um, prison realm to prevent the unsealing of Gojo and simultaneously manipulate or take Tengen as, you know, a curse through his manipulation technique, I feel like would probably be what makes the most sense, and especially mm -hmm. if we're giving credit, you know, that hasn't been thoroughly explained in the story to Kenjaku, this just sounds like something that would make sense to be a part of his plan. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? It's like, that explains why he doesn't bring it up to Gojo in, or to Jogo and the others, because it's like, you guys are only a part of the plan up until Shibuya. So I don't need to tell you about the part afterwards, since you're all going to be dead at that point or controlled by me. And mm -hmm. I don't need to tell you about the point afterwards where I go get the back of this prison rump from Tengen. So that makes yeah, sense. Sure, yeah, sure, sure. Because if he's, not part of the, if he's not really necessarily a part of the Cullen game, then, they, then he's obviously out doing something, which is probably searching for the ways to release Gojo so right. he can destroy them or just have them himself. Yeah, mm -hmm. that makes a lot of sense. I like that. The the only other piece to this puzzle, I think, is on page 16, where um, Tengen says, uh, by sealing the rear gate, I was hiding the existence of the front. So he was, like, purposefully hiding the back so that you can't find the front. And I don't fully understand how that works, you know what I mean? Me because he, he he eventually did find the front regardless, right? He did say it was no use, right? Yeah. But something about the existence of the back is tied to the front. Obviously, it's just, you know, the front back door to the same realm, right, you know what right, I mean? Right, right, right. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Very mysterious. Uh, very maybe mysterious. It's like, uh, maybe it's like if you seal the back, you can't really feel the presence of the front. Right, like, uh, right. Like, maybe the back has all, like, that... Um, uh, like maybe the frequency that you need to, to find yes, it, to pick yes. it up. Oh, and, yeah. sure. So it could be like similar to like a, um, if we're going to compare like Hunter Hunter again, it could be similar to Zetsu versus mm. N, right? Whereas hiding the rear gate puts the front of the gate in a form of like Zetsu to where like oh. it's not just obvious to you because it's emanating cursed energy. But then if you use a technique like N, then you can see things that are in Zetsu or in, you know what sure, I mean? Yeah. So, sure, sure. So that it could be a situation like that where Kenjaku just has the juice and mm -hmm. can find, <laughs> you know, the shit regardless of it being hidden. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He has a special UAV for it in some kind but, of way. But now that the back is out, is he now going to be able to sense all the energy that the prison realm is outputting and then going to be able to go straight to them and like, hey, give it to me. Yo, right now. that's a good okay. question, dude. <laughs> Okay, nice. Schnoody. Yeah, nice. I like that, man. I think we got a lot of really cool headcanon possibilities oh, yeah. on our head, yeah. on our hands yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, Shoo. Yeah, man. Um, did you guys yeah, have yeah. anything? Did you guys, Schnoody, you got anything else for? I got like two things. Yeah, what do you One, Hanakurusu's um, whole curse technique immediately got me thinking of like, is there an opposite to her technique which can amplify abilities? Or mm. like, or, like, is it with somebody else like a... Uh, around like a thousand years ago who could amplify abilities and now they're just somewhere out there walking around yeah. and two is her existence going to make yuki change her mind because yuki's whole goal is either erase cursed energy or upgrade give every positive exactly and if you can if you just have this answer right here in front of you why would you stay with tingan is she going to make you to stay or is she just going to be like okay if we win then i can go search for her if anything and then i can get my plan rolling and if not, then she just makes you to stay and whoops his ass and has him stay. <laughs> These are really cool questions. The first thing you said, as far as like the opposite, potential opposite to her technique, mm -hmm. I feel like that's dangerous because then you can just be like, okay, well, then what's the opposite of Megumi's technique and what's the opposite oh, of Nobara's sure. technique? But when it when it when it's something that's like a living dichotomy, like an angel, 
mm-hmm. then like yeah it makes sense that there would be you know a, a more sinister opposite effect or maybe not even sinister is the word but a more demonic version you know mm-hmm. of whatever this is that does because like if you think about it and an angelic character that has something as destructive as extinguishing cursed energy or cursed techniques actually that makes sense for an angel because if cursed energy is like the 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 the, the um the below energy you know what i mean like the demonic underneath energy then it makes sense that an angelic character will be able to extinguish that especially with the positive energy situation that we have in here so then an evil or demonic version of this character having the opposite effect actually makes sense since it wants mm-hmm. to support cursed energy then if that's the right. case you know what i mean yeah I, I will just throw out though that this person it says you know her curse technique that and unless like positive energy could also be a curse technique oh, sure, with positive sure. energy yeah. i think this person still has negative energy yeah, aka you know true. curse energy right yeah, i was just thinking that like maybe she can only use positive energy and that's why she can just erase curse techniques because we got back in shibuya where it's just like where uh sakuna said like oh this thing is cut with positive energy if i was still a curse I'd be gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Right. And Maharaga had a fucking blade of pure positive energy, and he was born from literal cursed energy. Oh, so, sure. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. So, I mean, okay. You know so still, still positive is, is possible. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Damn. Really cool questions. Okay. And then the second thing you said, did you repeat it? Is, uh, is Yuki yeah. going to try and leave to go after yeah. um, Hana Kurusu to use her technique, get her on the team to do her? Her goal of her removing curse energy from everyone. Yeah. Now, in terms of that, here's my first reaction, right? She already agreed to stay. Is that a subtle binding vow that Tengen now his barriers like, Ooh. yeah, you, you know, you can't leave for the record. Oh. You you already agreed to stay. You can't leave, you know. Unless you want to renegotiate and have yeah. and have Utah, Utah agree instead, right? <laughs> or you want to break the vow, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You want to do that. <laughs> Yeah, but that's really cool. Yeah, dude. A lot of, I mean, this chapter does so much for the future of Jujutsu Kaisen. Like, pretty much every chapter does mm-hmm, anyway. Mm-hmm. You know what I yeah. mean? Even even in chapters where it's, like, all action, there's right. either something that can be linked back to something that happened before or that gets you thinking about what's going to come next. You know what I mean? Right, Especially right. in a chapter like this where it's just all exposition. I feel mm-hmm. like this gives us among the most things to think about than any other Jujutsu Kaisen chapter before it, you know what I mean? So yeah. I, th- I think yeah, yeah. this conversation, we threw a bunch of cold-blooded-ass theories out there and possibilities, you know what I mean? So I feel yeah. like... This, this chapter made me feel really good because after Gege shot down every theory in the fan book, then I was yeah. like, I don't know what... I don't even feel like theorizing, but this chapter made me feel like theorizing again. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, hell yeah. And, 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 hey, you know, that was very discouraging, but at the same time, like... Gege seems to be very like Eiichiro Oda about their interviews, you know what I mean? So mm, it's like, yeah. how much can we even trust anything that they say yeah. in those interviews? It's like, Gege knows what people are saying about their series, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when everyone's got all of these theories and Gege makes a point to shoot down every single one of them, it's kind of sus, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and of course, there's the possibility that everything they said is true and they really did shoot down every theory but as a one piece fan i'm like hey wait a minute i think i i think i've seen this before you know what i mean <laughs> so that's like that's kind of my thoughts mm-hmm. on it but it, oh, nonetheless yeah. even even regardless of that it's always just going to be so fun to theorize on jujutsu kaisen period oh yeah gives you so much too yeah but um, uh but yeah. yeah that's all i had yeah yeah, I think, yeah same i think i'm good too good job gentlemen Okay, getting into Dr. Stone, chapter 192, until we meet again.
Yo, this, this chapter amazing. Somehow I mean, this... the biggest like chap like inside of the string of like highly tr like traumatic, you know, mm -hmm. despair chapters. I thought I thought the fucking worst was done. You know what I mean? But seriously, like, but like this one really invoked evoked an entirely like new like level of emotion from me. Like, right, right. You know, but yeah, I was panicking most of this chapter because I was like, okay, they're out of the woods, and then no, they're not. Sinku gets blasted. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. wild. <laughs> I was like, what are they? This is the main character. What are you doing? Okay, before 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 that, let's talk about this cover, this yeah. color page. Yes. Because yeah, this yeah, color yeah. page is fucking crazy good. Yeah, I, I love how everyone you know on the top is turned to stone, right? I mean, this has just happened at, at that location over in in America in Corntown, right? So they're all stone. And but you still see like the, the dude's glasses and his, his gold necklace and yes. and um, the dude's yeah. like you know magnifying glass uh, eyepiece or whatever. Yeah. Um. That looks just looks beautiful. The color of the of the energy, uh, just fantastic. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. This whole I, thing I is the just color like, palette. Medusa, is... incredible. Huh? Yeah. I said the color palette is incredible. Like the coloring mm -hmm. of the Medusa, like shockwave, mm -hmm. whatever yes. you want to call it. That's incredible. It looks mm -hmm. like an mm -hmm. eye. It does. Yeah. Right. And I, I love the that the moon is like right. Above yes. it. Like, yeah. It's oh, kind of like symbolism that yes. like the Y Man is up there. Yes, like, yes, exactly. The, the Y yep. Man is up yep. there looking down at everybody through right. this yes. eye. And, and <laughs> that, that is, is where this that, that yeah. is where this um command came from, correct? So like yep. right. uh Joel's, you know, wristwatch or whatever, right? Like is a radio and was transmitting Y Man's request or whatever, his command to the Medusa. And, and so, like, it's as you say, Shnudi, the moon is like almost saying these dialogue bubbles, you know? Yes. Ooh, just absolutely Fire. fantastic. But, like, since, since the command has been given, right? Yeah. Now the entire world is in the process of being repetrified, right? And that's what yep. gives this chapter that that huge on edge like feeling because yes. it's too late. You can't undo this, and so you need to get the revival fluid into yes. a good position immediately. And if you don't, the whole manga is over. You yeah. know what I mean? Like <laughs> you just you just hit the reset button, and yeah, maybe in another like five thousand years, Senku will break out again, right? Like, yeah. but that's that's what we're talking about here. Like that's that's the stakes we're we're involved. But in even here. then, we can't have that because everything Byakuya did was for everyone that came that came out of the first petrification. So if everything mm -hmm. gets petrified mm -hmm. a second time, then you then don't have yep. you don't have Byakuya's doing what he did and you yes. don't have him coming down and like repopulating, you know, yes. you know the world, yeah. you know, so that yep. there were actual stone world people that were born in it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you're not going yeah. to have that same kind of situation 5000 yeah. like it has to Yeah, it's just now. Like, everything's yeah. over. Yeah. And I, honestly a part of me really thought like is this just where Dr. Stone ends? Everybody just <laughs> gets frozen again. I have I had no idea like no what was next. Right. That would be way too macabre. Yes. <laughs> I would have been I would have been so upset. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But oh my god, the page turned into this fucking oh sentient fucking shit. I, since you already brought it up, I had to I had to bring that back cuz it's like dude, it felt so good. Oh, I know. This might take a bad amount of time, but we can rig a scientific mechanism. That should splash some revivals of fluid. Oh, <laughs> no! What the fuck? No. And it's like, dude, this is this is the light at the end of the tunnel. It's supposed to be getting like positive again now. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, the fucking, you know, yeah, the beam is coming to petrify everyone, but this is good. Like, this is like right, we got the revival We can yeah. do everything correctly, and then boom. Yeah. I thought Cinco was the last person who was gonna get shot. Yeah. I was thinking everybody else would get like, and then he was just gonna be at the end, just like 
toss the fluid up back at the island, right. and then it's like, okay, we're back to square one. Let's get it. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Mm. I mean, that's uh, what they were almost planning to do, right? They're just like, okay, we just gotta time it right. It's gonna be really close, but we'll we'll do it or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. No, you won't. <laughs> yep. So now you have to worry about timing it right while you got bullets on your heels. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Like they're still shooting people. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like it's not it's not gonna Without go as smoothly as you think that it should. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, so they're... wild. Look at the spread man. on uh, six, six seven. seven. Oh. oh man. Oh beautiful. See, un- you... unlike the um that ocean scene with with the with the zoom out shot and, and the uh, Perseus right. on the ocean, yeah. which was yeah. obviously a camera image converted into a manga panel, right? This yeah, looks right. actually drawn. Yes. Like this yes. actually this... does look front to back drawn. I mean, like there's probably some computer work done on like the but it's very hard energy. to sense exactly what's digital about this. Right. Yeah. Right. You you see their entire camp burning to the ground, and you see. Yep the light from the Medusa. So mm-hmm. it's just like, what would actually be camera or computer generated? Yeah. Exactly, exactly, yeah. I, I would imagine the um, the energy particle waves, par- par- yeah. the particle yeah. effect is like, is, is computer, yeah. but like the moon, the clouds, the g- ground, yeah. um, that that for as, all, as far as I'm concerned is drawn. So yeah, that's, that's very drawn. impressive, very yep. impressive. Boichi back in his bag. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Love that. So, There's some amazing artwork in this chapter. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Per usual, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Then we get um, back to Francois, Suica, and the rest who are captured. Um, and say you know releases them or whatever with a cool ass yeah. arrow i was like yeah, okay was i cool. love like, seeing these like trick arrows you know what i'm saying it's like razor like, blade okay, arrow queen i see yeah, you yeah i was about to say <laughs> we got some hawkeye green arrow shit going on right now mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah like yeah, I, I, I was that. trying to figure out like what's he doing? They're just gonna kill the hostages, and then like I see like the the edge of the arrow. Like oh no, it's just like a long kind of like a guillotine yeah. blade to cut the ropes. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Fire. And and honestly, like at, at this point, even if people get injured, it, it doesn't matter, right? Like now it's like do yes. whatever it takes. Yes. Like even if yep. even if that arrow like slashed Francois in the back, right? right. Yep. Eh, We're getting I mean, petrified. Like, We're good. Yeah. yeah. We're fine. We got to <laughs> get out of here. You got to do. Yeah. yeah exactly. Um, oh. And, and they get to the it. bag, they're like, all right, yes. Here. And then uh, Sleek is like, my confiscated satchel. Or no, 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 it's Francois. Francois, go, yeah. go grab the revival fluid out of my confiscated satchel. They open it up, you see the shit. And then Zeno, which oh, is just another like unexpected obstacle. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah. you, you, yep. amidst all of these bullets and gunfire, you'd think like if anyone's going to disrupt, disrupt anything that's going on, it's going to be a soldier or Stanley. But then it's right. just reintroducing, you know, Zeno as an obstacle as well because you might have forgotten right. because he's been so cool for so long but it's like no yes when, yes. It, when it when it's time this motherfucker ain't shit is the villain you know, yeah he is you know the antagonist I mean? you yeah. can't forget right. that yeah right yeah. And, and in terms of the villainy right like as we go into page 12 where um everyone just got blown to shit right like everyone machine gun fire and you have this very on the very top of right of page 12 um, you see Suika's head yes. I was in helmets. freaking out. I was like, no! And then on, and then like, okay, you're killing kids, but she's like a toddler, dude. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, these yeah. people are super evil to kill a... Ch- they, they literally tried to shoot Suika in the head. Yeah. Yeah, that... And they almost did. <sighs> I Absolutely they did shoot Ukiyo in the head, though. Because yeah, his hat is done for. Yeah. yeah. Really? Where he, he didn't... You can't see... Uh, on the bottom of uh, 12, bottom right of 12... Oh, you yeah, see his, the hat, little, his the hat, tangle, yeah. his little painter's mm-hmm. hat, whatever that is, like, <laughs> flying off. And I doubt that he has the same kind of agility as Suika, you know, and he has a way bigger body. So I doubt that right. he hit the same kind of, you know, lethal damage dodge as mm-hmm. Suika did. So you can assume his cap has been successfully peeled back. 
Mm, damn. <laughs> like an orange. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Shoot. But, yeah, oh, man, man. Wow. Suika MVP. Suika gets the revival yeah, fluid. Suika is yeah. hands down the MVP. I'm a little and, upset that she tripped and splattered. Uh, but, she's, but it's okay. We only, need one, yeah, yeah. we only need one bottle. Only one of them. Yeah. But, I, but that, that Oh, yeah, there is machine is, gun is fire. God damn. Yeah, I yeah. But, but in terms of the one bottle only needed, right? Like, what, what? I guess we'll find out, right? But, like, say this plan works. You know what I mean? They take this one bottle. They put it into a place where eventually it's going to fall onto somebody. It's obviously sweet at the end, right? Yeah. What do you do? What do you do? You you need more revival fluid. Yes. You know what I mean? I hope they have some instructions in, in Senku's now stone encrusted pocket. I mean, I hope they have instructions somewhere, you know what I mean? Like yeah. because Suika's like five, you know what I mean? Like yeah, what is like she gonna do? Like I doubt that she's remembered how to make the entire revival fluid like overnight or over the right. entire course of like this journey. Mm -hmm. Like she's just a kid. Like she's not gonna be like, oh yeah, you take a slope in a car fire or whatever the fuck and then it's just like, yeah, you just mix it all together with some bad guano and just what? <laughs> what? <laughs> just watch Ace Ventura number two, the second one. Talk, <laughs> yeah, you, talk about you got guano it, don't a worry. lot of that Hey, you want to know what? I'm so mad that, like, every time I see a scene in a manga or an anime where they're throwing things, important things at characters, and they always <laughs> just catch them with perfect dexterity and accuracy, mm -hmm. it, like, always makes me mad to know that fucking Gohan dropped the fucking earrings, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I get so bad thinking about that. It's like, this is, like, a thing in anime and manga. They always butt like, clench throw, throw the special thing. <laughs> And you grab it perfectly from an awkward position that you shouldn't be able to grab it from, and it works out. But go and on, then miss those here comes Gohan. <laughs> here comes Gohan dropping the earrings, oh. and he can like fly a Mach thirty five and shoot beams <laughs> yeah. out of his hand. And the one time that you have to like be the wide receiver, you drop the ball. What's yeah, wrong? <laughs> like man, I just had to like oh. I'm like looking at you know page fifteen right now, and I'm just like, right. yes, it's so satisfying. But I just every time I see something like that, I'm just like, God damn it, Gohan. I, I was thinking something similar. I was thinking yeah. like really butt clenchy, like Ugh, like why would you throw this? Like this, this yeah. is like so important. You it's you just dropped, one. you just dropped all of them, and you're just gonna toss it, and and one person catches it, and they toss it again yeah, to a different through, person. Through like, a fucking no. field goal, like tiny yeah. field yeah. goal. I'm like, oh, I have never been so confident in my life. Yeah, that's <laughs> literally trying to thread the uh, football through like yeah. the the tires. Like no, yeah. you can't do yeah. this. You're you're like seven. What are you doing? Yeah. yeah, this is wild. Oh Who my knew? god! So what? What did y'all think when they were putting it into this tower? You know? What yeah, I, mean? I, I was no like, idea. oh my god, yes, the fucking mm -hmm. bait and switch on the. Yeah. This is what we're showing the audience that this thing is for. But mm -hmm. there's an un, you know, seen conversation off camera. Right. That explains what's happening yep. right now, and it's like, right. oh god. And I, and I, I, I love this. I love this yeah. explanation, right? Where it's like. We're gonna put it on this um, receiver or whatever, right? And eventually, after we're all frozen, something. It could be an animal flying by, a hawk flying by and going, Kah! you know what I mean? Or, or it could be a lightning strike. Something is gonna make a sound that will go through the tubes that they made initially to defend against Stanley's attack. Yes. That sound's gonna go through the tubes, and then boom, explode this revival fluid. It's like, oh my God, that makes so much Perfect. sense. It's so beautiful. Perfect. It's perfect. Yes. Reichiro, man. And it's like, and it's so crazy how when I'm when when the when the when the pressure really started and people started getting shot mm -hmm. and it started getting like really grim, I was like really worried that Rishiro is gonna like fumble and like doesn't have a good idea for this. And then like sure. you just see everything fall perfectly into place and it's like it's 
I feel so dumb because it's like these people aren't writing this as they go. Yeah. <laughs> Just because I don't know what's going to happen next doesn't right. mean the author doesn't. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah. And like, I, I and it's so obvious, but I like always forget that. And like, whenever you know the author brings it back around i'm just like okay you've humbled me i feel like an idiot thank you for being so great i love your comic book <laughs> you know? and it's like like there, there, there's no way they could have fumbled this you have boichi and ruichi are working together right like, to, mm -hmm. you, like you have an experienced mangaka and then you have ruichiro and i, ha I don't know if ruichiro's uh, done anything ruichiro, i don't know either i think yeah, he actually has done one else. one thing before this i can actually very mm. easily search this but i do um remember that he had work before yeah he's been in the game since 2001 <laughs> oh yeah oh, he yeah. knows what he's so, doing yeah, yeah yeah oh yeah oh yeah i shield 21 oh that's the big one and, and i'm so mad yeah. because it's so obvious because that is yusuke murata art mm -hmm. and yeah. Richiro is just the dude who gets the best artist to draw his fucking comic books so it's like seems yeah. that way yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so how oh, about this suika page MVP. oh my god oh, my it's beautiful lord and I was kind of, I was kind of confused on this like uh, this second panel going down where she looks like an old lady just hunched over. I was yeah. trying to figure out like why does she look like this? I she, think she's she's, she can't see. No, no, she's she yeah, glasses, she's blind. She's she can't squinting. see. Oh, yeah. that that okay. melon head is her glasses. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 So that's that's yeah. how she looks whenever she's trying to see without her glasses. She just looks like an old, right. like an old person. Like, Ugh. and then she just like plus ultra. Like, all right, I'm just gonna not need to see. I'm gonna do some acrobatics. Whoop, 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 and just go into the tower. It's like, all right, I'm gonna. I believe you can do that. I'm, the tower's very big. I'm sure you can see the tower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which makes me think, how did you accurately throw this to Chrome if you couldn't see? Well, she she didn't throw it actually. That oh, she just uh, she, 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 she tripped. tripped she tripped and kind of like pushed it ahead. Yeah. And, okay. and and Chrome just happened to be there. Mm -hmm. um, okay. And then Chrome's yeah. the one with the arm. He's the one. That yeah. Got okay. It to yeah. Again. Yeah. It's like who knew you played bat baseball <laughs> in the stone and, room. Uh, here, here is my, I think, my favorite part of this whole chapter in, in terms of, um, not the Suica panel, which is amazing, but um, the idea that this petrification ray that's freezing the entire planet, yes, it could be days. It could be years. We could be getting a literal time skip because of this, right? Because everyone's right. going to be frozen, and we don't know how long until that noise happens that's going to release Suica. And I just, I didn't think about that, so I was just like, I was just like, that's awesome I, yeah. I love that yeah, yeah like by the, the next time we see suika she's probably going to be at least um what <gasps> she's gonna be like age? yeah she's gonna be like 18 she's gonna be yeah, like she's gonna be like, like 18 wait she's so she, she's not getting she's not getting um petrified? No, no no she's getting she's getting petrified but she doesn't know how to make the petrification yeah. like uh, she's she, gonna uh, need fluid. to relearn how to make the the juice the revival fluid and that might take her many years by herself Oh, yeah. wait, trial so, and error. oh, okay, I think I understand what's happening here. So she's going to be the one that the revival fluid wakes up. Yes, once. yes, yes. Oh, yeah. That's, that's this panel. That's this, that's this panel on page 19 where she's reaching up. She's now under the fluid and she's reaching up to the fluid. And now she's going to get frozen, right, on, on yep. page on page 20. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, she. but she's the one. She will be the one to be revived when anyone is revived. Yes. She will be the one. Yo. I love, oh, I didn't even think about the idea that it might take her... You know, after she wakes up, it might take her years yeah. to make the fluid. She's probably going to be Senku's age by the time like anybody even wakes up. And she's going to be a science nerd, a self a self studied oh. science nerd. Yes. Now she's like been doing science for like ten years. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh my wow. god, oh, man. That's, that's amazing. Beautiful, amazing. The, the, the most terrifying thing about um, this chapter for me at the end here actually is on page twenty, as this petrification ray is coming through the tower. 
you have Stanley there. And yeah. I'm like, I really hope that the kind of like, um, I don't know what you call it, this kind of like fla flaming of, of, the, of the energy that's hitting the tower. You can see it hit the tower, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's hitting the tower. I hope this means that Stanley has no time. Stanley cannot make a wild jump to be next to Suica. You know what I mean? Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. But that would be a really interesting um, plot mechanic where they both of them are revived and they have to work together kind of oh, thing. Ooh, that'd be really cool. But I just yeah, I, I prefer I think if it was just Suica by herself. I, I think that's what we get because he, he's got the gun. Do, do, yeah. do, do, shoot a hole in the fucking shit and just like <gasps> reach an arm in there as you're frozen. Sure. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> I just hope they get along. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I, I hope maybe Stanley ends up being a good guy if that happens. You know, maybe that'd be day. like raising a daughter, and then he'd probably have to join Senku's team. It's like, damn, I can't just go around killing my kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, after I just tried to shoot her in the head, I guess she's my daughter now. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever. But like, whatever makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then this, what this panel of Senku Yo. is terrifying. And so cool at the same time, yes. just like mid, just mid freeze, bleeding yes. out of his mouth. Like, oh yeah, mm -hmm. it could be days, could be years, but we're gonna get there. Senku mm -hmm. has the best faces in this series. Yeah, everyone's yeah. Oh, yeah. goes crazy on faces, mm -hmm. and like, there's a lot of amazing character designs. But like, whenever Senku is on the page looking cool, <laughs> he looks really fucking cool, dude. Page seventeen, where yeah. he's like, the, the, like the light is shining, and he's yes. like, "We're gonna yeah. make our scientific revival fluid rain down on us." He's looking so yes. majestic. Yes. Yeah. So regal. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh well, yeah, you guys. Do you guys have anything else for um for Doctor Stone? No. This no, is that's incredible. all. I have been on the edge of my seat for the past <laughs> arc. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, and it's like now it's like the, the cliffhangers are still so potent, even though it mm -hmm. seems like the beef is like over. But now it's like now we need to know what happens next. Of course. <laughs> God. Yeah. I need next week to get here. <laughs> Me too. <sighs> Man. All right. Well, Jeez. yeah, I think um, I think I think I think we're good on we're good on Dr. Yeah. Stone then. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to. Oh, uh, well, uh, one thing is that yeah. now now all the villagers are going to be able to have the, their own marks. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nice. And that's, oh, that's, cool. that's a little small, but like it's, yeah, it's still yeah. pretty cool. No, it's cool. cool. It, and it helps them fit in with everyone else, right? There, there right. was yeah. that kind of like, oh, y'all have marks, we don't have marks, and now now everyone's going to have a cool right. new a new post-time skip uh, face design or whatever. Imagine you know? what kind of like discrimination that could have created in the future yeah. of this world, you know what sure. I mean, for people sure. who have the marks and people who don't. But, I mean, that's just a possibility. Yeah. But, I mean, who knows if they right. actually explore something like that. And everybody's got marks now anyway, but... Right, yeah, just right. something that I thought of. But all right, guys, great, great conversation for your Doctor Stone yeah, yeah. tonight. Great combo. Yeah. Yes. All right, getting into uh, Mashal, Magic and Muscles, Chapter Fifty Eight, Mash Burn Dead, and the Final Exam. Ooh, it's here! The it's start, here. The baby. start of this fight is everything that yes. I wanted it to be so far. To be honest, <laughs> I can't believe like I I can't remember the last or the first time. When's the first time you heard the joke like oh like. You want some fries for that ketchup or whatever, you know what I mean? Or yeah. you're, it's like, I'm putting shrimp on my tartar sauce. You it's like, fucking damn. weirdo. Yeah. Now, I love <laughs> me some tartar sauce now, but I also believe in a very good balance of, yeah. you know, fish and sauce. You know, mm -hmm. yeah, this man is just, is just breaking rules. At this, yeah. this man is just throwing back tartar sauce like he's sweetie. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is too much. Yeah, you and dip. I love... I love how he's like, yo, I need calories before a workout. Whoo, you know what I mean? And it's like, that's so mash. And then he's like, well, yeah. what a coincidence. <laughs> Me too. And it's like, I'm so happy that you two are fighting each other right now. And you're establishing yes. like personal 
um, you know, things that you have in common because mm-hmm. it just adds mm-hmm. to the emotional weight of the conflict, which I yes. feel like is lacking in, yeah. um, you know, in MASH for mm-hmm. not not entirely, but I mean, like compared to like other, it's a it's a gag story. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So it makes, and especially when you're building him up to be kind of a Saitama type mm-hmm. character, there's going to be a lot of shit talking before dudes are knocked out. There's not going to be a whole <laughs> lot of emotional link, you know yeah. what I mean, in that regard. So I, I yep. appreciate that they're taking some time to go like, no, these guys are actually very similar in mm-hmm. a couple different yeah. ways. So and, and, I, and I love that, like, MASH, sure, right? MASH has cream puffs in his cloak or whatever, right? And, and cream puff is, you know, a dry-ish thing, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. probably is good. It could be like a little wet. tempura. He's got a tempura fried shrimp in his, in his fucking pocket. That's gross. That's so gross. There's got to be so much lint on that. And, and like, grease, grease in your pocket? Like, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Napoleon no. Dynamite type beat. I remember yeah, tater tots. He, yeah, it throws the tater tots in his pockets. God, dude. Hey, where is this, where is this tartar sauce? You got a bottle of it? You got, you got, a, you got a cup of it? Is it a cup what, of a lid? I hope it has a lid. I really hope it has magic. a lid. Because, like... <laughs> Because, like, he really just pulled out the tempura and then he pulled out, like, a whole cup of tartar sauce yeah, with yeah. a fork. Yeah. Why do you have all of this in your cloak? Yeah. Like, For this exact reason. situation. Uh, yeah, exactly. I just and love like that, that like, think. this is the way that the comedy is used, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm, it's like yeah. this fight mm-hmm. is being built up to. We want to care about it. We don't yeah. want you know, all of the tension that's been used to build up to it completely cut away by comedy all the time. So mm-hmm. this is yeah. this is a very subtle and very effective comedy to have during a conflict like this. <laughs> right. And I, I like that they're showing um, like uh, so much like gagginess between mm-hmm. Margaret and MASH because you don't really get a lot of like that comedy between like, you, you really get, you get the comedy with MASH, but you don't get it with his opponents most of the time. And most of the time yes. they're really yes. serious, stoic, yes. you can't beat me because I'm royalty. Yeah. Margaret's just a weirdo who carries tempura <laughs> yeah. in his pockets. Yeah, that's such a good point. <laughs> and then the way that Mash kind of, um, you know, reacts <laughs> to it is so fucking good. I'm putting shrimp yeah, on my tartar pack. sauce. The tartar sauce is good because the shrimp exists to make it so. And it's like, he's got the he's eyes the of a madman. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be tough. <laughs> so the guy who just has a cream puff in his pocket too, right? right? So it's right, like right. pot c- c- calling kettle black or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And, wanna, then, and I don't have any examples off the top of my head, but I feel like Mash be saying shit like this, like in this mm-hmm. in this Margaret panel, the way he talks about working out, the way he talks about like leg day, arm day, yeah. whatever, yeah. is yeah. very similar to like this kind of. I'm putting shrimp on my tartar sauce. Tartar sauce is good because, yeah, and it reminds me of the last chapter. You have yes. legs so that you could like stand up or whatever. I don't yeah. remember exactly what he said, <laughs> but it's like a very similar right. line of dialogue. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? We have <laughs> arms to to lift dumbbells. Or yes, whatever, yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Pff, what was I saying? We have arms to <laughs> oh. lift dumbbells. Yeah, I was like, we have legs to stand up. <laughs> <laughs> Like, but yes, yes, that yeah, was yeah, yeah. that was the conversation I was trying to to remember. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we got Dota at the bottom. It's like, oh no! And based on my completely biased reasoning, <laughs> like he just sounds like a like a manga nerd. We're just like, okay, yeah, this this will make sense because he looks crazy. He's gonna be super oh, strong. Oh, dude, like, no, that yeah, might be, that that might be like meta textual. It really dot, could be. Dot is like doing metatextual stuff like more than just that too, right? There's that yeah. on page three, but then if you go ahead to where was it? Oh, page ten or eleven, right? Where like after um, they're fighting for a little bit, and and he's saying like, isn't it strange how we're talking about bowling balls and returning serves and a bunch of other non-magical stuff? Those terms don't exactly scream magic school. Eh, yeah, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's fine. It's no big deal. It's like is is he talking to me or yeah. is he talking to himself or like like, like does he, he know he's in a comic? But 
<laughs> he's like the fourth wall breaker. He's like that exactly. madness you get from like Undead Unluck or just like the yep. comedy you get from MASH at all. Yep. Right. Like, That's definitely the vibe I got from that for sure. Yeah. And the choreography inside of this fight is so sick. Oh. It's, Ooh. um, and, and I feel like, uh, we're getting a lot of, um, like, this is fight is kind of a little bit more strategic, I feel like, than a lot of mashes like other fights in regard to mm -hmm. I'm trying to remember um exactly where it is in the chapter but uh let's see probably should have found that before I tried to bring it up oh yeah <laughs> but no so like inside of the serve right he like yeah. throws nalcos you mm -hmm. know what I mean but that's just oh, yeah. basic magic What's going on? Mash will easily knock that out of the, and then boom, now this basic magic obviously has some kind of modifier on it or some kind of amplifying property that makes it feel like a bowling ball or whatever, because like, otherwise, why would you say that's basic magic? You know what I mean? If, if, yeah. it's, if it's not so basic in the hands of Margaret, you know what I mean? And if you right, have right. situations where, you know, basic magic that anybody can learn is relevant on the battlefield while you have all of these other named attacks, Master Kane's second spell, and this mm -hmm. menagerie of, of, of special abilities at your disposal, it, it feels very Hunter to me that you would also include that basic you know, um, like levels of your of, 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 yeah, yeah. of your energy system can be relevant in the right hands. You know what I yes, mean? Like yes, that yes. makes me feel really excited for the energy system of right. of Mashal. And we've yeah. we've gotten that a little bit bit before too. I think uh, I think I think it was when um, Rain went third line, and and then like they were talking about how if you're if you're a second line. Your your first level spells are bigger, and if you're a third line, like your second level spells oh, are bigger, sure. kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, like yeah, just yeah. just the amount of magical capacity you have, like makes right, this yeah. makes this level one spell way more powerful. Right, but th but then at the same time, it's like okay, so who all knows that? Is that common sure. knowledge among mages? Because they're sure. very surprised that a basic attack is as effective as it is, but they know Margaret is a monster at the same time. So right. why wouldn't they just go, that makes sense because it's Margaret, you know? I, I think mean? they're just underestimating Margaret, honestly. Oh, sure, sure, okay. They could be, yeah. But, yeah. Like, yeah. It would be tight if it was, like, some hidden um, extra attribute that Margaret is applying to the Nalcos, as you're kind of implying, right? Yes. That, like, he's yeah. he's he's adding, adding uh, you know, like, uh, in, like, Black Clover, say, doing, like, runes or something, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> be, be heavier, be, yeah. be heavier or something, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just think that that's cool that you can get um, on-the-spot, you know, potentially on-the-spot modifiers to anything, like, at any time. That'd be tight. You know It'd be tight. It'd be tight, so yeah. for it sure. It adds a layer of, like, strategy where you can play with people's expectations mid-combat, and mm -hmm. you can do a lot of, like, you know, looky-loos and bait-and-switches, you know what I mean? Like, I love that kind of shit in the midst of, like, physical altercations right. in manga because I feel like this medium does that so much better than mm -hmm. the West a lot does, of, at yeah. least. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. And then I thought this was like well one the the, the plan that Matt had to avoid getting smashed into the wall was genius. Yes. yes. And yeah. two and two, this whole like on uh pages uh nine and ten remind me so much of like Naruto um like in the forest oh. of death, the primary yeah, lotus into lotus. the yeah. primary yeah. lotus, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, yes. <laughs> And that it's like so Mash cool. is the Rock Lee, you know. What I yes, mean? So yes. It's whenever he does this Lotus type. I think this is the. I think this is the second time he's done a, you know, kind of body slam, falling body slam yep. like type yep. shit. You know what I mean? I feel like he's gonna. That's gonna be one of his staples. You know mm -hmm, what I mean? Yeah. Just because he's a Rock Lee kind of character. You mm -hmm, know what I mean? Yeah, because mm -hmm. he he pulled it out against um, was it uh, Razor? I think his name is. 
Um, uh, Razor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like Erector Spinet. Yeah, yeah, that's yes, right. Yes, that's yes, right. Yes, 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 yes. Good shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Man. <laughs> God damn. Oh, and then, okay, going back into it again, um, you know, why didn't Margaret, you know, lose after that? Because right. he put a note yeah. to put under yep. him to cushion his fall. And it's like, yep. when, when that's explained with a diagram after mm-hmm. coming out of the suspense of oh my god, Margaret, are you okay? Like, that was definitely a direct hit and you're not as strong as MASH, like, physically. So, as strong as you are, like, that had to have fucked you up, like, greatly, you know? Mm -hmm. And then coming out of that explosion, when that dust settles, he's fine, and you're like, what the fuck? And then you get a diagram explanation instead of showing it in real time. Makes that hit harder, you know what I mean? For me, at least. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, yeah, I think it's also really funny. Like it, they, they do the uh, fourth wall break meta kind of thing with uh, yep. Gehenna down there. Like, is nobody going to point out that he said spine magic? Like that's not a thing. Yeah. <laughs> and I, yeah. And I, lo- I love like the audiences were like, as he's saying that, like people are like, whoa, I've never heard of spine magic before. I, I thought he couldn't use magic. You know, it's, yeah. like, it's like, I love this. So good. It's going to be like so funny to watch this in the dub because the, the, oh, the, the, <laughs> The crowd commentary is going to be like, I feel like they're just going to hire, like, I don't know, whoever the fucking ad livers and family guy are. You know what I yeah, mean? Sure, like, sure. those kind of voice actors that just sound mm-hmm. like regular ass people. Regular people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be so funny. And this is, like, really cool because, like, in the, the next, like, pages, it's just like, yeah. they stopped. Why'd they stop? Mm-hmm. You're defending something. Uh, that's really cool for him to pick up on that yes. like, mid-combat shows off his experience as a fighter and somebody who yep. likes to go up against the strong like he's not trying he's not even trying to underestimate MASH at all he's just like testing they're like, just testing each other out yes. exactly and exactly. he's like we cannot fight our utmost with something so precious to you on the line set it aside that's that Goku you know mm-hmm. that's that shonen MC kind of um, yep. you know personality trait you know what I mean and when you give antagonists that it's um it's not something it's something that is very it hits really hard when it's used and you'd think that you'd see it a lot more often but it's like not used all that much even though right. it's it's so um it's so um against the powerful grain. when it happens oh yeah, sure it, it, like it's so against the grain you know what i mean mm-hmm. so it's like you you it, it almost calls to you like we've been doing it this way for so long mm-hmm. you you oh, when, sure. when you look through the history of this you know of this um of this medium mm-hmm. or, or of this um genre inside of the medium you're like okay I'm, i would assume as a mangaka you're when you're thinking of your story you're like okay you look at the history and you're like everyone's done these tropes this way for so long you know what I mean? Like, how can I do it differently? You know what I mean? And I feel like it's still so rare to see an antagonist have this trait. You yes. know what I mean? So it's like, oh yeah, it's, especially yeah. an antagonist for sure. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. You think something so so ingrained into you know shonen would have been subver- or would have been um, kind of spun backwards a little bit more often by now. But either yeah. way, that's what makes it so great is that we haven't seen it very often. Right now, in this moment, that's what makes it slap so hard. So it's like, yes, yes. I'm very appreciative of it. No, Margaret as a character is just so cool. Oh yeah, he's I, really yeah, cool. He's, he's, he's I love awesome. Him so much. Like, like I love I love his character. I'm really starting to think that he is a triple liner, like because of his uh the line on his right eye being the uh the clef. Like mm-hmm. I, it's like that that can't just be one whole line. I mean, in my opinion, it. it is you can one draw line it as one in, line. Yeah, yeah, it is one line. In the symbol is one line, but yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it does like cross his eye, so it's like yeah. it it definitely looks like two lines as you look at it on the page you know what i mean but yeah. yeah it is like one 
And the third line you know. can be concealed, right? Or the third yeah, line yeah. Oh, can yeah. be... It can yeah. definitely so, be concealed. So, oh, yeah. so, so, I mean, like, he has two very obvious ones on his face. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? If we're, if we're going to see that third line come out in Margaret, I feel like it makes a lot of sense. Because when, um, when Rain fought him, yep. he didn't really... Well, now that I kind of like, I'm trying to think of it, maybe he did look at him as if it was like admiration as something that he didn't have and wanted to fight because it it was, um, it seems so obviously a level of power above his. Like if you don't mm -hmm. have a third line and you fight and you run into someone who does have a third line, obviously you're going to be like, you're above me in that regard. So mm -hmm. that's obviously very exciting to Margaret to run into someone who at base should be stronger than him because he has that third line. And that would be, oh, I could test my metal for real against someone like this because there's mm -hmm. confirmed strength that I don't have there. You know what I mean? But, and, but I, at the same time, oh, sure. he didn't he didn't really confirm anything at all. So like it right. could have been a situation like, oh, another third liner, I definitely have to fight you. Even though yes. like I didn't really feel that in that scene, it still could be that. It's vague. When enough. when when you brought up Goku earlier, I feel yeah. like this could be another Goku moment where like you're Goku, you see someone do like their transformation and you're like, I could go Super Saiyan 3 here, but I really want to fight you Super Saiyan 1. Yeah. To see to see where we match up. So as as he could be a triple liner, but he feels very confident overall in his in over his whole ability set, right? Uh, so he's sure. like, I'm gonna fight you as a double liner. Can my double liner beat your triple liner? Like that, I think is a question he would want to answer, yes, right? Yes. So I think that could I th that could be in play here. Mm -hmm. I, do, I do agree that he very well could be a triple liner. That that would not surprise me in the slightest. Yeah, and I would love to see that actually. I oh, think I want so much. That. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I, I, I'm honestly really excited to see this get animated because yeah. like go, going back to the beginning of the chapter when he was like, all right, let's get started. Just, Boom! Like all yes. I can hear, all I can hear is like oh. hard piano music as yes. he yeah, starts and powering organs. organs and yeah. Shit. yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Like a whole orchestra of him just like powering up, and then it gave, gave me that like Ryatsu crush feel, where it's just like, oh, yeah. I'm feeling sick. Mm, yeah. Oh. That dirty <laughs> grime, and then it goes right into the choreography too, while yep. that orchestra like type yeah. symphony music is still playing in the background. That's gonna slap, dude. Narukus, so yo! The voice acting, the voice acting is gonna go so hard too. Oh man, I can totally. I really hope they get Hisoka for Margaret. Ooh. Yeah, that's such a that's that would be such a perfect fit. I think. Yes. Yeah. Really I think would. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Hell yeah! And so, <laughs> what's up with this? What's up with this last red, though? Innocent Zero's here, baby. Yo, this I'm is not nutty. Gonna... They're flying on the back of dragons. Yeah, that's so tough. But I'm not Three gonna lie. dragons this, at least. This, I'm not gonna lie. This this uh this whole spread kind of made me mad because I was like, God damn it! I don't want to see another tournament getting interrupted getting by the interrupted. villains. Yeah. <laughs> Like yeah. I, I like I like it, but at the same time, like I've been waiting to see Margaret and Max yes. go at it. I, I, I feel like their um I feel like I feel like their their fight could still finish and they just get there right after. You they know could, it mean? could it could be a situation like that because obviously like the way that it kind of feels is that they're going to be fighting and then it's going to get broken up and mash and and um Margaret are going to team up to fight this situation in some capacity or something like that. But mm -hmm. it could be a situation where they finish their fight, either Mash or Margaret wins, the other one is out of commission, these guys show up and one of them can't help and it just adds to the stakes of the overall situation sure. with one of them sure. being off of the table, you know what I mean? So I feel like either way, 
it could work, obviously. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, like, do, what, what do we want? I definitely don't want the fight to be interrupted either. <laughs> I yeah. don't want it to be interrupted, but I, I do think it is going to be interrupted. Yeah, I'm thinking it is, but, like, I'm, I'm still fine with it. And I'm... One, I'm really thinking that this guy who said, like, my dear Mass Burn Dead, how splendid it's like we're going on a trip is like either his actual parent or maybe like a, a sibling of some sort that he never knew he had because right. he was an orphan. And right. then, yeah, the, yeah, this is he's a little bit too chummy with Mash in the dialogue. I wasn't even, mm-hmm. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I, like, I do, okay, yeah. I do think it might be a woman, a, a, a mother type figure. At least, at least the very, very last panel on on page nineteen, like yeah. that, chi- that chin because is very, the, yeah. um, like it yeah. feels like a very feminine chin. Like the lips look a little, a little feminine. Bit more obviously, yeah. There. Yeah. obviously yeah. you know, in in manga, anyone can be you know very appearing, you know, yeah. either way yeah, kind of right, thing. Right. Um, it could still be a guy, but I love that Schnoody, you brought up the whole orphan thing. I was going to bring it up if you didn't. Um, yeah, Mash is an orphan. And uh, we don't we don't know the true parents, so this could easily be a segue into, I'm here, son. You know what I mean? Like, hey, how come, you doing? come fulfill your destiny. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I came this... to pick you up from the foster kids. <laughs> <laughs> Have we seen this face in the bottom right of the last spread before on 18? What do you what? That what do you mean? This face, this person's face with the uh... with the crown. Yeah. Of thorns. Zero. No, 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 it's not. It's zero. It's um. um, God, was it? I can't remember. Anyway, Mash fought them. Mash fought him. Okay, yeah, yeah. They have the carbon, the carbon uh, magic or whatever. Yep, yep. yep. Um, he he had like the 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 dragon radar on his arm or his palm to like see like oh that's where it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that's when he like dipped in like okay yeah. Okay, so I just wanted to confirm that we've seen this guy before and he's not one of these cloaked figures though. No. I don't know who that guy in the back so is. What the hell is he doing here? The guy in the back kind of looks familiar to me. The <laughs> yeah. face kind of looks familiar to me, but I, I, I really couldn't tell you exactly. I, right. I could be completely imagining it. But what what do you mean by right. the reason he's why not I'm one of the bringing, hooded figure? Yeah, the reason why I'm bringing this up is like, why is his face here on this last spread? I didn't he's, even see. He's him. riding a dragon. He's yeah. he's he's, he's, he's right. with so, the crew. So, oh, okay, okay. So he's okay. So he's on the third dragon then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. He, we I was we know like, he's part of Innocent Zero. And, right, and this, right. This is and definitely there, I, just, I guess Zero, I just yeah. forgot that there was three dragons. <laughs> because oh, like oh, I'm yeah, seeing yeah. that oh, they're riding oh, on these oh. two, and then I see this dude's face, and I'm like, was he in the panel? Bef- you were thinking it's like a kind of a super super imposing like image or whatever. Like yeah, and then I'm like, but none of this dialogue belongs to him either. You know what I mean? So I'm like. What I, I was just so confused by that for a second. No, yeah, gotcha. Three yeah, dragons yeah. Nope. here. Yeah. Three dragons. Yeah. Yep, yep. And, and that's what made me think that this guy in the or this woman in the cloak or whoever this is in the cloak mm-hmm, might mm-hmm. be the parent of Match because when I first read this, I thought it was uh, this guy with the thorns like talking like because he already met Match, so he was like, all right, like, I'm yeah. gonna right. come to see you again, my dear Match Burn Dead. Mm-hmm. But yeah. no, it's the, it's the person in the cloak. Yeah. Yep. And yep. Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah, I was like so thrown off by that. I was like, <laughs> is there a reason why this dude is here but not speaking? Right, Superimposed right. over the spread is what I thought it was. The, yes. the details on these dragons. Oh my though. god, it's so good, man. I want to see it's their so full incredible. bodied, like, I want to yes. see the whole dragon. Yeah, I it's do. It's super too. cool. Yeah. <sighs> I love the scale designs. Like, scale designs are, like, what I, like, look forward to in, like, seeing dragons in comic books. Oh, it's yeah, like, sure, sure. How are you going to do the scales, you know what I mean? And, like, these yeah, because sometimes like, it's just, like, giant reptile and yeah. it has, like spikes on the back that's really yeah, good but yeah. right like we're used to that but like the kaiju number eight wyverns look amazing yeah and then like yeah, these yeah yeah dragons yeah in here like just look different you know what i mean so right, far. right. So, you know, really excited to see these dragons man oh yeah same 
Be yeah. Before we before we wrap up, there was one more thing I wanted to talk about, yeah. um, and that is Finn in this chapter. Mm -hmm. So when Mash uh, does the volleyball receive to to stop the Nalcos or whatever, mm -hmm. and then he you know gets out of it or whatever, and everyone's like, "What happened?" It was Finn who noticed what he did, right? So like he he apparently has the ability to see well enough that he actually saw Mash run backward faster than the spell. Uh, That's how you avoided it, right? Yeah. Mm. That's okay, interesting really? by itself, that he actually has that, you know, perception ability. Yeah, that kind of, like, perceptive speed that he could even pick up on MASH of all people. Because everybody else there was just like, where did he go? What happened? Right, he right. Like, he, he ran backwards. And I was like, why do you know this? Well, the right. only link that we have to Finn's abilities is, like, movement-related. You know what I mean? Like, he, mm. remember, like, he was mm. like, I can use my, and, and we don't know if that was his magic or not, but, like, he, like, teleported or moved, like, oh, changed locations. Oh, he flipped, flipped things yes. in yeah. space. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So, I mean, like, if that is actually related to his innate magic, then it mm -hmm. makes sense that he would have the perception to, like, notice things moving at high speeds or, sure. you know what I mean? Just that, that, that makes sense that it would come with something like that. Yeah. Right. And then go back to page five, right? Mm -hmm. So at the very beginning of the battle, Margaret's like, like we're gonna fucking go. And he's like doing his like hockey essentially, right? And and Finn says like, oh, I feel ill. And they, and they say like, oh yeah, it makes sense. There's so much magical energy around. Like yeah. it makes sense that you're you're impacted by it. Kind of like hockey in, in One but Piece, we right? aren't. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Right, right? I mean, because Dote's, are. Oh, oh, but not, they aren't. Yeah. Dote's yeah. not, and neither yeah, yeah. is Lance, but Lance comments so, on it like, yeah, it makes right. sense. Yeah. So so then I'm like, is Finn, is is this related to his perception? Is he overly sensitive to, yeah. to magic, right? And that's how mm -hmm. he, like, saw MASH do what he's doing, but also he's more affected by the magic. It's just, I'm, I'm trying to get it, I'm trying to, like, figure out, is this chapter telling me that he's stronger than I think he is? Yeah. Or weaker than I think he is, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, it's very hard to gauge where Finn is, like, yeah. and strength wise, because yeah. because of this. Exactly. Because like he he got slid by um <laughs> the dude the dude with the uh, angel Carpaccio, Carpaccio, yeah, Carpaccio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> now he he's here sitting down like, oh, I feel ill. I can't like, oh, like yeah. right. And then he he sees Mash do what he does, right? Which is yeah. weird because if you if you're if you're that if you're like this strong. Mm -hmm. then you shouldn't feel ill by all this magical pressure around. Right. But if you're, like, this ill, you shouldn't be... Or if, if you're, like, this, like, down here, yeah. right. you shouldn't be able to even see Mash or perceive exactly. what yeah. he's doing. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, it yeah, has yeah, to, yeah. so that, I think that means it has to be an, that he has an extrasensory thing. You know what I mean? But, because because if he's... Yeah, like, if, if, you're, if you feel sick, it's either mm -hmm. because you're so weak that this level of magic is affecting you more than anyone else in the room... Mm -hmm. Or because you're extra sensory to the point extra where it's sensitive, effect, yeah. affecting you, you know, more than anyone else in the room. So, right, right, yeah. right. Mm -hmm. And like that extra sensitivity has benefits too. It's not, it's not right. a pure weakness that like, oh, I, yeah. I just feel weak around magic. It also yeah. lets you perceive things better because right. you're more sensitive. Say, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Yes, love it. Very interesting. A, very that interesting. is very interesting. I'm glad that you went back and pointed that out because that's something that I would have never even thought about. Yeah, I that's didn't even think about cool that until you brought too. it up. Yeah. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Good shit, but that's guys. all I had, though. Yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm yeah. good on mash too. Yeah, I'm good. Good shit, you guys. All right, getting into Black Clover chapter 289, Freezing Sun. Got to say, I love the name of this chapter. Yes. As far yes. as like <laughs> what it means inside of what we see later, so that's yeah. a really cool title. Mm -hmm. um, oh yeah, that's really cool. Art is untouchable, of course, throughout the chapter. Go ahead, Nick. No, yeah, I was just saying, like, I, I, I just love that Asa just cut this dude in half, and like yeah. the last <laughs> chapter where like 
I wasn't on the last episode, right? But like last yeah. chapter where he like takes out his third sword, right? And yeah. he holds it up. Obviously, like he was dispelling the magic in yes. the area, right? And that's why they turn from ice and fire into the demon form, or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But when the first time I read it, I was just like, he's holding the sword up. I thought he was like doing like a decoy, like look over here. I just like, <laughs> <laughs> and they fell for it. <laughs> that was actually hilarious. Just like, oh, we gotta get it. <laughs> oh my god, um, oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, very interesting that like he cuts him in half, yeah, and like he he is legit cut in half, yes. And then and then we get them fused together. Uh, somehow he isn't actually dead. He's not. He's he's cut in half, and then now now they're fused or whatever. Yeah. Um And it's I I hope that the cutting in half because because the dude was cut in half straight through the middle up and down, right? Right. Yeah. Like your brain. And it just so happens that they fuse together like in at the that middle. Point. At like at that point, point. so it, yeah. it it feels yeah. like it's meant to be related, but it can't be that Asta caused this. You know what yeah, I mean? I, f- right, I feel like it's right. just a coincidence. But it like, but why have it be so perfect? Like yeah. I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what you're trying yeah, to I get say what you're right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't even think about that before. But like, yeah, that that does that does feel very weird to think about. Mm-hmm. But, but damn, this thing looks crazy! Oh my god, this, this is looks this insane. is probably like all things considered, I think this is top. This three, is my favorite designs. demon design. Yeah, mm. oh yeah, this is definitely the best demon design. But I'm talking about just like designs like in the whole series. Like I really, really yeah. love the way this fused devil looks. And I'm so mad. It's like we talk about how predictable Black Clover is all the time, and like none of us like talked about these two fucking demons like <laughs> that are half, you know, one big arm on one oh, side, oh, one yeah, big yeah, arm yeah. on the other side, and we don't like. And they came out together like yeah. the fucking like fire and ice sisters <laughs> yeah. in, in um, Legend of Zelda or whatever, right? Yeah. Like uh, the witch Man, sisters. Yeah. I thought about when they came out, but I was like, Nah, too bad. not gonna do that. And here he is. Here he is. That. Well, yeah, <laughs> you know, and 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 yeah, and then go, I guess I guess kind of like coming off of that, you know what I mean? I talk about how, you know, it was unpredictable, but at the same time, it is kind of run of the mill. The events of this chapter, you know, feel very. Um, feel very as far as like the choreography from the fight before and like everything that happened like just this chapter in a vacuum it's mm-hmm. like you cut the bad guy in half they fuse together they made a giant spirit bomb you fucking mm-hmm. smacked it back you made your sword bigger and smacked it back it's like very um dragon not, ball. not very dragon ball just like not as yeah. like creative as i probably wanted would have wanted like the potential conclusion of this fight to be you right. know what I mean? But I mean, there are more mm. fights to be had, so it's not like right. yeah. the final fight, so it's not that yeah, big yeah. a deal. You know what I mean? I, I, I definitely will. I, yeah. yeah, I definitely will say when when the ball when the ball came out, yeah. I was like, oh, so we're here now. This this is where we're at now, with Black Clover. <laughs> yeah. and just a, a giant no, energy spirit. ball. We're just gonna we're just gonna do a spirit bomb, and <laughs> yeah. hey, I'm I'm Frieza. I'm gonna blow up the whole planet. I don't care what you fucking say. Yeah, um, it's like okay, yeah, that I makes would... sense. We're here. We yeah. Naruto went there right with the Biju bombs eventually, right? Like. The, some series just get to this point where now now we're in attacks that are so big that only the, only the main character can handle them. That's yeah. whatever, right? whatever, whatever, whatever you want to do. That's fine. I was, you know, I was really cool. confused by that huge ball, too, because I was like, okay, you got like lava magic and you've got like ice magic. Mm-hmm. Why can you even fuse them together? Yeah. Did, you, did you not hear the, t- the chapter title? Freezing Sun? Freezing Sun, bro. It's right. It's in the title. Yeah, uh, it's in the on, title. Uh, all right. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, but, but why does it work? Uh, yeah. uh, I mean, I, I don't know. 
Because it's not the, it's not fire really, the ice. It's or not like you want to know what you can talk about it about how it's like not actually these elements. You know what I mean? Right, it's right. just yep. you know yep. the mana giving itself the properties mm-hmm. of these elements. So may but I, but at the same time, I feel like they've talked about how certain magics do cancel others out because of their elemental properties. So maybe that's not something that I can even try to use but to. I, yeah. Let, let me let me let me try let me try and combine these two. Right. Yeah. If you make something cold enough really cold it burns right. you you're right it bur- it gives you yeah. frostbite yeah. burns you yeah so yeah. that's i think that's pretty this sure is they try so... to do some shit like this in fire force too oh really <laughs> yeah i'm pretty oh, sure actually. didn't they about oh, like freezing freezing time because oh i don't, I don't, no, I don't no, know that's, that's different he, he was uh, controlling the expanse of the universe and another character uh, he's sure. got like he's got like cryokinesis but he just like it's something that has to do with like thermo something but, i could have like, sworn there was an explanation in fire i think it was Sam from anime summit trying to tell me on like either her show or our show but it was really funny conversation about how like the 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 ice is or the 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 ice um is so cold mm-hmm. that it burns and that can right. also work on the reverse that fire oh. is so hot that it freezes or something like that. Well, that, something. that can't happen. But <laughs> yeah, I, I it, was something, happen. it was something like that. Don't quote me on that, you guys. Fire Force fans are probably be like, Noxie, what the fuck?" But like, that was just that was just <laughs> what I remember from the conversation. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, something I did really like from this chapter, right? Page yeah. six, where the, the 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 people just fuse, the the devils just fuse, and they're like, "We're fucking the best," you know what I mean? And we're, we're the ultimate. You're, you're the ultimate prey. We can't wait to hear you scream. And it's like, ass is like. You're probably awesome, but I can't sense magic, so I can't actually tell anything about your power level, right? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I, I like that. That was yeah, funny. I laughed. I was, I was like, okay, was okay. It, it, made, it made me chuckle. It's very yeah. Nas's character, but I was like, exactly. why, why did you even say this right here? Why didn't, you just get to, why didn't you just jump into the job and murder her before she got a chance oh, to come Well, it's because, it's because they wanted to lead into the really cool dialogue of then allow us to show you. Exactly. <laughs> With the giant ball exactly. behind yes, them, yes, you know yes, what I mean? Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yep. that's, that's literally <laughs> probably the only reason why he says that there even though it oh, is very man. acid it makes sense that he would say that right um, like I, I would assume it was just for this panel of the giant mm-hmm. freezing sun <laughs> and and so as he makes his sword super 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 dot, dot, yes. dot super super big um he, he's done this before too right he's, Absolutely. He's, this he, is a callback to like the yeah. first thing you ever saw him do in the series. yeah 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 he can make his Slayer. sword bigger uh, and smaller. Yeah, now he can make it real big. Well, well, no, it was just like the the like this was his like first strategy. Oh, yeah, Magna, the... remember? Like he went up against like his first fight after getting Demon Slayer. No, no, I, yeah, oh, I remember oh, that. And oh, and, and, sure. and that's on page eleven. That's on page eleven in the in that back um that grayed out kind oh, of flashback panel. Oh, yeah, panel. it is. It is. It but is. Yeah. I, I feel like we haven't Didn't seen that he... too often since the beginning of the series, though. So I yes, like that. and and I like that Tabata has been doing that more often. You know what I mean? To like. Help, help me out a little bit here, right? Just get like, give me, give me a little bit of connection to to what you're trying to, you know, draw. Or whatever. I, I, I like it. But okay. what I was actually getting at was, hasn't he used Demon Slayer to make the sword bigger before? I'm pretty sure he has. Yeah, Black he Divider. Like, yeah, yeah. He, he used Black Divider, and he did it earlier. I think in this arc when he just cut that. Um, yeah, the big, I, I the big you, devil. The, but that's after demon, demon, sorry, but the big I demon. I think Nick's no, talking no. about like before Devil Union. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Say, yeah. I, I feel I, like the first arc when they went into that um, that cave or whatever to get that magic item, and then they fought the the diamond people. Yep. I feel Mars, like he made a big yeah. so- Mars. I feel like he, he made a big sword there too. Ooh, I can't like, remember if he actually like slightly made bigger. a sword bigger, like back slightly then. bigger. I, yeah, I can't remember that. But I would, not this big, but yeah, definitely. Not I, I'm pretty yeah, sure he's this. made the sword big before, even yeah. before Devil Union too. Yeah, but, or, yeah, before yeah. Devil Union, it was coming. The, the first time that I remember him actually physically increasing the size of his sword. 
was mm-hmm. coming out of the time skip. And then he had Black Divider going into space, oh. and then he used that. And then the Devil Union allows a much bigger Black Divider or a completely right. different thing entirely that increases the the size and mass of the sword or whatever. Right, right, right. But but yeah, I think the first time that I personally remember his sword getting bigger was coming fresh out of the time skip. Sure, sure. And yeah, you, you you could be right. I, I don't I don't fully remember, but he's done this before. So I think yeah, it, when absolutely. I saw it, I was like, yep, this makes total sense. Yep, he can he can do this. Yeah. yeah and absolutely. while he's making the sword bigger, I'm noticing that the things he has behind him, like the like the little balls of anti magic, oh, they're, they're feeding into the sword. They are. Yeah. I'm not really sure what that does though. I'm not really sure what they're. We were doing. we were Maybe talking about all types of shit. I think we called them the truth seeking orbs, like when we first saw them. <laughs> mm. yeah. Probably that's probably like exactly that. what they are. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like what. <laughs> And yeah. then Demon Slayer. Yes. Boom. Boom. Baseball. Yes. Hits this it right panel. back. I love it. And then it's it's great that right after we get that kind of like flashback of showing Asta versus Magna in the beginning of mm-hmm. the series and like, you know, um, callback, doing a callback to this technique that he's using right now and then mm-hmm. going right into Magna's return with Zora. On yeah. that page is just like really cool to go into. Like, yes. it's how big are you going to get? Because I remember after he fucking beat Magna the first time and he fucking like slapped his shit back at him, Magna probably said some shit like, damn, bro, I don't remember what it was, but right, right. it's just like cool that there's that. that my my that question is, what, what the hell are either of you going to do here? <laughs> that was like my exact question. I They can't do Jack, right? Like, there's no way they could be relevant in this battle. Well, like, we, know okay. that, we know that if Zor is here, he probably laid a gang of traps off camera. Like, yeah. that Zora he's probably going sense. to activate now that he's Magna, here. what the hell are you going to do because Leopold's here, has mastered runes, and he <laughs> has ultimate magic now? I what? know Tabata's <laughs> got something very special for Magna that does not make him feel redundant with Leopold here, and I, I'm this is going to be where I give Tabata the benefit of the doubt. I'm just gonna All I'm going to say is, is that these guys better not be able to even touch this <laughs> this combined devil because if Noct can't do it, <laughs> no one else but Asta can. You know what I mean? There's sure. there's yeah. there's no way that these two can have any relevance in this battle. In this in this it, particular in this particular battle, like there's other amazing, demons. There's other there's other devils. So like they that's have fine. an amazing plan with synergy and it leads into them <sighs> linking with Asta in some kind of way. You know, so that Asta like gets the damage that's necessary, but it's only possible through you know, Magna and Zora's planning and combination of their magics to lead into a final strike from Asta. I could see it being something like that, but I don't think that they'll just start boxing this thing. Fuck no. Like, right. I, honestly, like that would make it feel so weird to me. Even right. though it's hype I that don't... Magna and Zora are back, like that power scaling, I'm not even someone that even cares about power scaling that much, I but do. that would just be too <laughs> egregious. You know what I mean? I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't even want to see them be able to put their hands on like a mid-tier devil because it <laughs> yeah. took, like, yes, it took right. Lux ultimate magic to like just body all those yes. mid-tier devils when they came out. Yes. You guys have been off doing something somewhere. If, if anything, it's set up for whatever next arc uh, Tabata has planned, but like you guys weren't in the Heart Kingdom, you weren't training in the Clover Kingdom, you were off doing something. You didn't go to learn runes, you didn't learn ultimate magic, you didn't train with Asta. So, what exactly do you have to offer? And Tabata could surprise And I know the explanation just can't be dookie because it's like, dude, it's like you don't. You don't lead into a, a, um, a return like this without a plan, without yeah. something that's really going to make sense. Like, if Tabata knows sure, his fucking sure. story, dude. You yeah, know yeah, I mean? yeah, like, yeah. He could fumble, but, like, 
I feel like that's such low probability even for Tabata inside of Magna and Zora specifically because you could tell he's really been cooking on the, something with these characters. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. got to be a good mm-hmm. idea. I have to give him the benefit of the doubt here, at least for these two. Yeah, I want yeah. to. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, I like Black Clover. I feel like whenever I try and criticize Black Clover, people think I hate it. But no, I really like it. And that's why I get so mad. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> there's so much that could be done and it's not mm-hmm. being done. When, when, you, when, when you feel like potential is being wasted, um, if, you, if, you, if you didn't care about it, why would you even comment? You know what I mean? Exactly. But like, but like exactly. that's really what we're what we're talking about. We like when we harp on Black Clover, when we bring up criticisms, it's not because we're looking for criticisms or we just want to be people that make fun of Black Clover because it's funny. It's mm-hmm. because there it feels like there's a hole, you know, in the series yeah. for us, pure, you know, mm-hmm. personally. Yeah, right. You know yep. what I mean? That that we feel like could easily have been filled by Tabata in a couple of different ways i feel like we think of a lot of really cool things that could happen in black clover mm-hmm. and when mm-hmm. you have a story a story like one piece or you have a story like jujutsu kaisen where the predictability is very low but you but it gives you a lot to think about then you think of these really cool ideas because the lore gives you so much awesome shit to theorize and then right. you're wrong and the manga could does something better Whereas yes. with Black Clover, I feel like I think of a lot of really cool things that could happen, and then what actually ends up happening feels very, you know, it doesn't hit like like right, when I, it right. doesn't hit like when I'm wrong in Jujutsu Kaisen or One Piece or My Hero right. Academia or literally anything else we review. It feels mm-hmm. it feels a lot more standard. It feels a lot more mm-hmm. oh mm-hmm. well I didn't guess that but like sure you know what I mean. It's yeah. not like yep. oh yep. my god holy shit ever you know what I mean. Right. And it's like right. Right. What would it if I reread the series three times and and had a better understanding of it? Maybe, but it just doesn't feel like that to me. So I don't do it. You know, yeah, right. like it, it, it has nothing to do with like, well, this isn't going the way I want it to go. It's just that like, this could have been done better, but instead exactly. it got done in the most standard possible way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But hey, you know what I'm saying? Good chapter. I mean, we still got a lot more to see in this arc. I mean, like as as climactic and hectic as things are right now, this mm-hmm. is not the final fight. We know that right. this maybe there's probably a good, this is probably going to go for a while. You know what I mean? Sure. I don't yeah, know. Sure. I mean, it could it could go for a while, or there's also the stipulation that Ast is on a timer, so it could be going ramping up really quick towards that final fight. I don't know, but there's just still so much more to be done here. So if there's right. some standard ass shit in between, you know, with a with a with an antagonist that we just met a couple chapters ago that doesn't really mean anything besides being a strong obstacle, then yeah, deal with it in a standard ass way and get to the good shit. But don't fumble the final shit, you know what I mean? And <laughs> when we have so many criticisms about the things that are leading up to the final shit, it makes it hard for us to be excited about the final fight you know what i mean yeah, but right. i do still have hope that all of the coolest things that tabata has for this entire spade situation are still in his back pocket you know what i mean so right right yeah so um, i have faith in that uh, regard i think the only thing that i have left to say about black clover is or at least ask is if this devil union you know ceases like when it ceases after the five minutes can he still use his like little half form with like the like half wing and then just keep pulling until uh, he gets his W union back. Oh or? sure, yes. can he still fight I, at like maximum power as far as what maximum power was before Devil Union? After yeah. the Devil Union yeah. is done, That's I would. I would. Well, okay. I, I I could say yes in the sense that he was always able to do that. So obviously, like the Devil Union level is yeah. what has the timer. So then right. the, anything less than that wouldn't have a timer. Right. But on the flip side, you could say that like 
the Devil Union and the lower than Devil Union, say the old school, like half, half mm -hmm. devil, one wing, one yeah. horn kind of thing, right? Yeah. That also used um, Liba, you know what I mean? So oh, like that sure. also, so if, if, if Liba is tired from the Devil Union, yeah. he also couldn't do the lower level one, which right. also yeah. requires Liba, right? So, right. uh, eh, either yeah, way, kinda, I don't know. like the uh, Karama Naruto situation, like the war, when he was like, okay, you need to wait a little bit while I charge up this energy. Yeah. Sure. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. So you can't do anything me related. Yeah. Yes. So, yes. And then, I, I I can see that. So yeah. does that mean that he doesn't have any anti magic at all, and he just swings these giant hunks of iron around with his physical strength alone, or I, I would assume that he would still have at least base level anti magic inside of Demon Slayer because I'm pretty sure Demon Slayer yeah. is comprised entirely of anti magic. So if yeah. Liba is so exhausted to the point where Asta can't fight anymore, then I doubt he'll be able to use any of his swords because they're all anti-magic related at this point but yeah. it could be a situation to where those things are just don't take from Liba and they're just naturally that way at base without right. having to pull anything from him mm -hmm. so then yes once the devil union is over you have full you know physical strength Asta mm -hmm. with the anti-magic that is his weapon and nothing extra right yeah because yeah, because then you get in the same kind of like uh fork in the road right where right. like you know going down on another level where before he ever went the half devil form, he still had anti magic, sword magic, you know, whatever. Yeah. So so like does um does he retain that because he had it before he even knew of, you know, the devil, uh, Liba? Or did Liba do the entire thing all the way top to bottom? So then Liba's tired and even the swords don't work. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. it's it's hard to say. I, I would imagine he wouldn't be completely useless. But he I mean, does have the arm, and that made uh, Yami's sword go into that whole anti magic kind of form. So maybe mm. he even still has a little bit anti magic. I can't see his oh, arm just yeah. up and What's disappearing. What's up with the arm? Does, is the, uh, like, what is up with the arm? What is up with the arm? That's is a good, that ever going to be like negative in a way other than your <laughs> arm is just ugly? Because <laughs> so far there's been no negative consequences, right? Yeah. It was just like, well, no, 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 no. There has been one detriment. He didn't have that arm when he was fighting Lieb. So yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> is there any other, you know, yeah. detriment? Yeah, because yeah, when Leap when Lee was saying that, like, yeah, you, you're not going to be honest. able to, yeah, when Leap said, like, yeah, you can't, you're not going to be able to use your arm, I was assuming, like, he's actually going to take control of the arm. At some point, he's going to choke himself, like Geto mm -hmm, did in mm -hmm. Shibuya, but, like, that hasn't happened, so. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is besides him not having the arm versus Liba and it just being a demon arm. It's still fully functional. You can still. Wipe your ass and eat food. You know what I mean. Your arm's just ugly. Like that's the sacrifice. I mean, I, I don't think you can wipe your ass with that arm. That it has really long <laughs> claws. Yeah. <laughs> well, it depends on the ply, I guess. At that point. <laughs> oh my god. All right, that's all I had for this. Yeah, chapter. I'm good on life over yeah, you guys. Good combo. <laughs> all right, getting into My Hero Academia, chapter 308, full power. This was nice everything chapter. I wanted it to be. From last to be week, honest. talking about it, I was like, I hope it's exactly this. And yes, yes. I'm very, very, very happy here. But I wasn't ready for um for like this this De Deku's personality. Yeah, yeah, it's like a complete I, switch. I was I was ready for it to be um a sweep. You know the way that we're seeing. I was ready for it to be mm -hmm. him using multiple quirks and just showing mm -hmm. the proficiency that he's you know obtained and just it being kind of like a a test, a test run. Like, all right, let's see what I can do mm -hmm. now coming out mm -hmm. of this time skit. You know what I mean? Like, 
or let's see what I can do now coming out of this vestige space, ra- rather. Right, right. You know what yeah. I mean? And But I wasn't, I, I thought he would still be Deku about it. But no, True. this is a whole different man, fam. This is a <laughs> new level of confidence that I have not seen in, in Deku. I, yeah, I feel I like this is Deku, like, like say, say All Might told Deku, um, hey, take that notebook. Rip it in half right now. It's rip it in half, right? Yeah, He'd be yeah. like, uh, okay, and he just rips it in half, right? Yeah. So like, because he he idolizes All Might so much, and he and he respects the previous inheritors so much yeah. that I think that time in the vestige space actually very much impacted him. You know yeah, what I mean? Like absolutely. he is he he is still Deku because he is trying to towards the end of this chapter, right? He is trying to talk to Muscular mm-hmm. and try and get into his head a little bit, right? Right. Yeah. But he's but he has grown tremendously, and he doesn't have any, uh, you know, illusions that he's going to actually change his mind. So he's like, right. "Well, I guess we're where we thought we were gonna be. I guess it's a fight. Okay, yep. fine. Yep. But I, I tried. For the record, <laughs> yeah. I tried. You know, yeah. I, I'm still Deku. I tried, but I'm gonna beat the shit out of you now. Yes. Um, just yeah, just how calm and collected he is throughout the yeah. chapter as yeah. he's having his internal monologues, as he's talking to the other. Um, heroes and the people in the scene, you know what I mean? Like, he sounds very, um, obviously, I think he's trying to um, conceal, wait, no, 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 he's not, he's not trying to conceal who he is, they know who he is, but, like, it, it's, he's, he's almost kind of, like, talking in, like, a, a, his superhero voice, you know yes. what I mean? He's talking in his, his alter ego, you know, right. um, superhero voice, and, and it's almost as if, and I know this isn't happening, but just the mm-hmm. difference that I'm feeling, it's almost as if All Might has like a, he has a thing in his ear and All Might is telling him what to say. You yes, know what I yeah. mean? Because it feels like very much so like he is now starting to feel like Deku slash All Might. You know what I mean? Right. In the way he's, that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's being very pro-hero in the way he's going about everything yes. he's doing in this chapter. Right. It's not like he's just freaking out and like screaming anymore. He's yeah. actually considering everything that's going around. He He's actually like, you know, helping yeah. and we need to do this we need to do that don't worry yeah. i'm boom, here boom, boom, i got boom, right. this boom, right. boom boom you know what i mean in, it's very professional right in in that yeah. regard i how i think deku is behaving here is this is his he's his coming out party you know what i mean he he this is him i am the guy i yes. am the number one hero i have inherited all might's will his his power his will his everything i'm the guy now I'm gonna act like it now. You know what yeah. I mean? He's, he yeah. has no qualms about um, hiding how badass he is. He's embracing everything about um, one for all. So yeah. like, and that, and that I think, yeah, as, as y'all were saying, exactly. Right. And I love how he's trying to kind of attribute um, this kind of situation to Gentle where, you know, in the vestige space, he was talking about how he couldn't get through to Shigaraki. There wasn't enough time to get mm-hmm. through to um, to Kisaki to find out what made them tick so that I could mm-hmm. relate to them on the level that I did with Gentle. And he said, maybe if I spent a little bit more time trying to work the psychology end of things, I could have understood them a little bit more. So naturally, he's trying to have a conversation with Muscular here looking for that pathos. And mm-hmm. he's and Muscular is just like, buddy. <laughs> I know what you're trying to do here. I'm just not, a piece not. of shit, man. <laughs> That's it. So square up. So square or up or get the fuck out of here, man. You know what I mean? And Deku, and that doesn't that doesn't hurt Deku. This is obviously something that he wants to make up for in his shortcomings yes. inside of Kisaki and Tomura. But he's mm-hmm. mature enough to where once he realizes he's not going to get that out of him, he's 
all right then boom it's yep. it's, it's back to business it's not he doesn't dwell on it he doesn't mm -hmm. go oh i'm failing again or anything like that like i'm not getting through to a villain the way that i said i wanted to in the vestige space it's like you have to cut your losses when it makes sense you know what i mean mm -hmm. still yeah, try to not... do everything you want to do but just be mature enough to know when it's time to pull the plug and yeah and, and you know go back to being all business yeah, yeah i love at that. this right. point he knows he can't save everybody mm -hmm. but he's gonna save who he can and like he he, he dialed all of his hero ideals back to like utilitarianism yes. save yes. who you can save how save however many outweigh like the few yeah and yes. i can't save this guy also really weird that muscular just decided to pick up a rock and turn it into an eye <laughs> That was that's the weird. I totally agree with you. That's the weirdest thing about this chapter. Like, how did he do that? And he just like he like just crushed a rock and just so happened to get one that was eye sized perfectly, and also had a little bit of a little pupil in, in the middle there. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's, right? Like what? Yeah, that is very strange. Very strange. Yeah, that was just like the weirdest strange. part. About maybe this it's like a um, maybe it's like similar to shoot McMahon in the Chimera oh, sure. Antark, where it's mm -hmm. like, he had no real reason to cover his left eye. Oh. He was just so hype off the moment that he just did something random and it made him feel good in the t at the time, you know what I mean? I, I love that explanation for this. Yeah. Yes, thank yeah. you for that. That's yeah. very good. Kind of how it felt to me, yeah. Or at yeah. least now, that's how it feels now that you've brought it up. I, did, I, did, I definitely yeah, did yeah. not think about that before. <laughs> oh, sure, sure, sure. Conversation, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> yeah, I spent like a cool five minutes just looking at him, putting it into his eye. I was just like, what are you doing? <laughs> and it hurts too because it's like it's not bleeding from the eye before, but it's like, mm -hmm. yeah, you're jamming a rock into a fucking crevice of your body. It's yeah. not supposed to be there. It's sharp. Your body's not sharp. It's actually very squishy. This should probably bleed. <laughs> And ouch, that looks like it hurts. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, but this page, this page four, when he like jumps into the building and then on page four, like, rh the top off. I'm thinking like the Hulk, you know what I mean? Like, yes. oh yeah. my this is very, God. This is very Hulk. This is, mm -hmm. this is oh, very yeah. clear to me and obviously us that mm -hmm. that is what this is trying to do right now. Yeah, it's yeah, trying yeah. to yeah. feel like any Hulk scene you've ever seen in anything. Yeah, and yeah. It's but that panel wants Yes, Slaps. Yeah. beautiful. So and good. then, and then we get to see, you know, the seventh, the seventh inheritor, like what, what his quirk or was, which we never smoke knew. screen. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah, sixth smoke yeah, screen. Six. That was oh, it is six. Yeah, yeah. Seventh smoke is screen. Float. Yeah, seventh is float. But seven, okay, smoke yeah, screen yeah. makes so much sense as so sick. Like like when you when, once you start putting it together, that like he's going to have all of the best quirks, you know, to make a literal renaissance man Swiss army knife of a hero. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. you think, okay, what does he need based on the history of comic book storytelling? What does he need based on what makes sense in the world? And now mm -hmm. it's like, we've got pretty much all of them now. But when Black Whip came out, you're like, okay, there's his Spider-Man power. And then Kohei's like, no, I'm giving him two Spider-Man powers. And it's like, <laughs> yo, shit. So now he has the fucking danger sense. You're like, what else is he going to get that makes sense to have for Deku that isn't redundant or take away from anything that he already has? And it's like, smokescreen. Oh, <laughs> who guessed this? Did anyone no, guess this? I don't think anybody could have guessed this because everybody was trying to piece together what, what kind of quirks he smoke off of like, like yeah, yeah. like... Uh, Oh, I, I think people definitely guessed it. I mean, like, I heard people saying that, like, N, I think N means smoke or something. Or, oh, um, sure. or is, 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 is a, is a, because, like, say N, From N Doro is a character Hidoro. in Dorhodoro. Yeah. And, mm. like, smoke is, like, the magic system of Dorhodoro. And he yeah. had a lot of smoke. And so, like, 
Um, I, I didn't look it up or anything. I'm yeah. trying to look it up right now, but because um, this yeah. whole time, like since like the beginning of my hero, I've been trying to figure out like what quirks would he get based off of the heroes from that one panel that showed off. Yeah, all in the, the first chapter. chapter. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and I was like, I have I, like some of these, I guess, but I was like, I have no idea where Smokescreen even came from. Right. Well, um, you could say that actually one of those um, silhouettes in that chapter where it shows like Superman, Wolverine, Spider-Man, you could say one of them is Moon Knight because he has a fucking like moon, like a half crescent moon mm. on his forehead. Oh, yeah. That motherfucker yep. uses smoke pellets. Pow. You know what I mean? Okay. So yep. it there could it be is. something. Sure. Like, Yo, I love that. There it is. That yeah. was amazing. Yeah, wow. But I think, wasn't it last chapter that he had some smoke swirling around him when he, he like, landed or whatever? So, like, I think also people people were saying, like, oh, the swirling smoke maybe is, like, is... like, bro, that's debris! That's dust, man! No way! Somewhere, maybe it was in special grade chat? I don't know. Someone somewhere was talking. Somewhere, somewhere... I don't don't read Twitter, so it must have been special grade chat. So, like, but someone was talking smokes. Wow, that's awesome. Good shit. And I'm sure, like, someone like Aniki probably... Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, other, yeah. Other areas of My Hero Academia, YouTube probably got it, but like, wow. And I love, I love the panel with Deku where it with, with the six talking to him, like, hey, you gotta relax a little bit. All of these individual quirks probably wouldn't work as like a finishing move, so just yeah. relax, take right. these just to see them as tools. And then when you see the, the picture of Deku, you see all of these like these tools that yes. represent the quirks that he even so has. good, yes. the danger sense, the rope has a black whip, the float. Yes. The, the yep. smoke screen right there. Yep. Yep. Like the jetpack so has cool. float. The, yeah, ra- yep. the radio has danger sense. Like yes. the smoke, the, like the little smoke tube as the smoke screen. Yeah, that, and the rope obviously is the whip. Yeah, yep. I fucking love that. Like, yeah. oh man, so cool, beautiful metaphor. Uh, going going back to like the first time where he does black whip, and I just I remember a lot of people, me included, I was like so disappointed. I'm like, oh yeah. my god, this is so this is so cringe. That's I can't so believe weird. he's getting more powers. Yeah. This panel makes up for everything. Oh yeah. Like this this is like, yes, yes, this is exactly what I wanted to see. Like after that, OP, you know what I mean? Not OP powers. Yes. Things you can use individually as like tools yeah. to help you with your right. stupid ass super strength. Right. Individually, mm-hmm. these these are literally like if if someone had these and didn't have one for all, they would be support heroes. They would literally yeah. only be there to help yeah. out people with stronger, you know, higher DPS yeah. quirks. You know what I mean? So the, when they when you when you put it like that. Yes, it makes everything feel incredible because it's like, yeah, these things are kind of mid on their own, but together they're greater than the sum of their parts. So it's like right. that and it's just like that teamwork factor is like kind of one of the major themes of My Hero Academia anyway. It's like all about matchups right. and yes. being with yes. who complements you and who can make up for yes. your shortcomings and things like that and yep. how you can get to the goal. So if you're going to have that be a central theme of like how heroes work together to beat the very overpowered solo villains that they have then it makes sense that it would be like yo you these are other team these are like teammates teammates essentially to you mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. so the, this really is how you there. make the number one hero the yes. ultimate team yes as oh a one person team yo. oh yes um so is it is it not wild that he's talking to the sixth here like in that in the really battle wild. yeah that is sick i love how Can, that's a thing now yeah. Right. So, do you think he can do that because he's actively using smokescreen, or can he do this with any of the inheritors now? At I'm any thinking time? he might be able to do it with any of the inheritors since he got like kind of mastered that uh, that vestige space right. kind of that feel. Sure. And so, like now, after he's done all that, since he's had a long conversation and he's healed up now, maybe he spent enough time in there to be like to just consciously activate the vestige space to communicate with the other vestiges. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. I'm here for it, man. Very like, cool. If, if we're Very moving, cool. if, especially if we're moving towards the end of the series, or yeah. at least the end of this part, it makes sense that like Deku would start to feel, you know, more fully realized. And I love Kohei's decision to make Deku's progress almost painfully gradual for the first like <laughs> 200 chapters of this story I don't think yeah. he stopped breaking his bones whenever he did anything until like chapter 80 you know mm-hmm. what I mean like mm-hmm. that's yeah. really really slow and that's yeah. really good future or like foresight because it's like if you're going to give your main character all of the quirks then like you know that's going to make people feel weird no matter mm-hmm. when it happens no matter how late in your story you put it but then right if you know that then set it up to where retrospectively it feels good when you look back at the beginning of the series and see how long it took Deku to get from point a to b from yes. B to c from c mm-hmm. to d by the time he's at e now you're giving him a buck ton of quirks and it's like well he fucking sucked for 150 chapters so like this is fine <laughs> and it's not really out of nowhere once the new quirks started being introduced those were introduced gradually and he sucked with black whip for a long time yes yes you know oh, yes I mean? and yes. he didn't even get float until just recently and that's yep. not even a cool quirk like it's fucking saying in this you know what i mean so kohei has has the self-awareness to know what's cringy about this idea and supplement that with amazing planning and execution you know what i mean mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. you i you just have to take your hat off to him that he made this concept that was so controversial and when we first got it in the joint training arc and made it make so much sense you know what i mean yep. yes yep 100 yeah. percent. and his paneling snap because the lightning I, bolt yes Ooh, yes shit. i was just about to say what this lightning oh, bolt panel on, on, on page bottom of page nine yes. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Son. yeah, yeah, yeah. so cool mm. like because i was like what like because i didn't notice that until like my second uh, until my reread and i was yeah. like holy shit that's a lightning bolt that's supposed to be dangerous it's like oh oh it's so subtle and it's so good it's just like just negative space there's no outline yes mm. Yeah, and I thought for a second I thought I was just like, oh, this is a weird way to panel your, and then I was like, oh no, this is a lightning bolt, this is dangerous. <laughs> yeah, that's so good. <laughs> and then you get like muscular just reaching out of the smoke. Also, a lot of smoke. This man's gonna get cancer. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I just I just have to real quick before we continue, like I have to shout out again the fucking paneling using yeah. danger sense as panel transition mm-hmm. in combat oh is God. one of the most brilliant things that I've ever scene mm-hmm. like that's yeah. so mm-hmm. fucking cool man that was and it makes so, so much sense genius. whenever whenever it feels perfect like that like mm, it's such a good feeling yes. bro like that is the way it was supposed to be done right you know, that was a if, real so, genius move yeah so Knox, like do, yeah. do you recall this type of paneling no. this danger sense ever in like say spider-man or something no if, if you if you go back and read read spider-man and, and see this you gotta I, definitely I tweet that shit i'm sure you will but like yeah but this i i totally believe that this could be a unique you know ad from kohei you know what yeah, i mean like dude. that that's it this really is, is such a manga thing to do you know yes what I mean? it so is it's so like, manga you know what yeah, i mean and yeah. obviously western comic books outdate manga by a great deal almost right you know yeah. right but, right but at the same time it's like manga takes those established things and 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 reinvents it all the time mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. so yeah. it's like it's not outside of the realm of possibility that even though there's a hundred years of western comic book publication history versus japan's 60 years or however long it is like mm-hmm. that that you know you could see new things inside of 
this area of story. Yes, Instead of superhero right, yeah. storytelling, you could see new things from right. Japan in relate in regard to that. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Wow, though, um, leading into this double sp- uh, double spread. Yeah, dude. <sighs> Just, okay, so I love how he like. Okay, so what does he do? He says, "When does his tendon start ripping after he body slams him?" Right. Well, uh, so he, he but he notices the the tendons ripping when he jumped. It, this is like page three and four, right? Like so, muscular jumps at him, but he jumps low. He jumps to the lower part of the building. And when you when yeah. you're reading it the first time, you know you're yes. like, okay, he did that intentionally because he's gonna rip the top of the building off, right? You right. think yeah. that's why he's doing it. But later in the chapter, Midoriya comments that like muscular isn't a strategic fighter. He's a he's a right up in your face. You know, meathead. brainless Roller fighter, yeah. meat, meathead. So um, that jumping into the middle of the building must have been a mistake, because the muscle fibers are breaking down. So he was, and he's looking down at him when he hit the building. Yeah. So that's when he realized that the muscle fibers were tearing when they were running out of energy. And then later he says it. You know, yeah. later in the chapter, yeah. or whatever. But why do they start like? Uh, it's just because of he's been fighting for so long that they're like really crazily it's, flaying and flying that around. and yo it's because of and, shindo and shindo yo oh yeah, yeah 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 that's right that's what that's what i was looking for that's right he shook him yeah. up yes he vibrated yes. him and now his, yes. his shit is unstable absolutely yes okay yeah yeah so in and before we get to the last um the last page beautiful beautiful panel yeah. I, I wanted to i wanted to point out a panel that i think may be meta meta storytelling but this may be just how i interpreted it mm-hmm. page 15 bottom right panel so muscular is saying you turned out real boring kid you know what i mean yeah so how i feel like this is what what this is saying is this is muscular here and and part of this is because his name is muscular right Mm -hmm. muscular i feel like this dude is is embodying the meathead type of reader who is upset that Deku is so soft and he's so doing oh, strategy and he's not shit. just doing fight, fight, fight. And, yeah. and, and the, the, the manga generally yeah. is, not doing, is not doing dramatic all, emotional think. writing. It, yeah. it's, it's not just straight battle, 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 right? right. And, and Muscular's like, oh, you turned out really boring. And Deku's like, bitch, get out of here. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, man, based on how like this is kind of set up, like you should be like, yeah, based on, yeah, it could very could well be something right. like that. You know what I mean? Because right. it's like, we see it so much, like at this point in the game, mm-hmm. manga main characters in the shonen genre should be an Asta or a Luffy or a, yes. you know what yes. I mean? But Deku is still Deku. And yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, that, is, gonna, that is boring he, to a lot of people. For yeah. Some yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I, like I, I kind of figured he was always going to be this strategic fighter be, since the beginning, since he's always writing down notes mm-hmm. on heroes and analyzing and how he would use their quirks and stuff like he was never going to be the meathead who was going to just go in, punch yeah. everybody, and be done with the day. Like right. Exactly. That's, yeah. Exactly. That's not yeah. who he is. Hell yeah. And then going into this last spread, bro, I love this. And I feel like it, might be, a, um, I feel like it might be a callback to the first uh, Phantom Menace panel that we got from uh, Mirio. When he like one oh, shot, when he like one shot yeah. all of class one A, oh, yeah. and he's just at the end of the panel Power! like, Power! yeah, I feel like it might be something. Like oh, that. and he's even saying this is my full power. Oh my god! Like, <laughs> I hope anyway, he says like in the anime. <laughs> this panel is immense. I yeah, just gorgeous. I can't say <laughs> enough about it. You know yeah. what I mean? It looks so good. 
but it's and it's so not beautiful. even a whole spread like it's shared. I know. It's shared I with know. other shit. But look at the perspective. Look at the fucking uh, a- the angle of everything. The movement, mm-hmm. illustration, mm-hmm. the fucking lighting, the yes. shading. Everything. Like the crispness of Deku's like face. Like, and, like that's like splashy, that's like the focal point. Yeah, and this splashy like water, um, you know, illustration um, mm-hmm. by his knees. Yeah. At the bottom, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that shit. Yeah. With so the stark cool. whites is fire. Mm-hmm. And yes, it does focus on his face. You have like the blurry fist in the foreground. Mm-hmm. But then you mm-hmm. just have the perfectly crisp, high detail, like face with full cowling, you mm-hmm. know, uh, mm-hmm. effect yeah. on it. You know what I mean? Like it's so yeah. good. The, the stark white <laughs> lightning bolts, bro. The the straight yeah. line. The straight Ooh, line energy yeah. beam from muscular. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. So uh. dynamic. Mm-hmm. And he's really running through him too, because yeah. like yeah. he he ran so hard, all the water spread. Yes. Like there's there, yep. there, like there's still water there, but yep. you see the you see under that river, like you can see yep. like the panel. You see the ground. The yeah, you see, you can yeah. see the ground yeah. under yeah. the river. Yeah, fire. Moses. Fire. Ooh, let's go. <laughs> the fucking Beyblade scene. The Beyblade. Oh my god, I was literally saying, I was literally thinking in my head. Yeah, the Beyblade. <laughs> If you, if you go to uh, if you go to YouTube and you type in like Beyblade Moses or something yeah. like that, there's like you'll, a clip. you'll see what we're talking about. Yeah, there's a clip from like the original <laughs> Beyblade anime where it talks about like the origin of Bays and it like shows Moses parting the Red Sea and then like a fucking like cardboard cutout Beyblade like and it's not even like animated professionally. It's like tweened. It's right. literally just like moved across the fucking screen and it's like so low budget, so low quality. And it's like, how did you get this approved at all? <laughs> but yes, very funny. Um, <laughs> was there anything, I don't, I don't know, uh, was there anything else that we needed to talk about inside of My Hero? How is that... he keeping his like mask on? Because I, I noticed like at the beginning and here at the end, yeah. the, the back of the mask is like, it's off. Like yeah. there's nothing to really keep it on yeah. his head. Got some so Jotaro, like, Jotaro action here, where it's yeah. like his hat, his hel- his helm uh, goes into his hair. You know, it's or, one, it's one being. Yeah, or it's like, uh, yeah, I do, I do know that from JoJo, but um, <laughs> it could also just be where it's just momentum. He's always moving forward, so <laughs> so it's always you know against his face. You know what I mean? And then. At the very end, it flies off. So I mean, because like, it went too fast. He yeah, went too it kind of it so kind of pays attention to the physics of it a little bit. But I think that, yeah, I think yeah. I think it, my my excuse is just that he's always been rushing forward, and it's just and and if you look at the against his face, yeah. If you look at the bottom right panel of sixteen, where he says, oh, yes. "I guess someone's been honing in those vibrations or whatever," it is sliding off of his head yeah. as he's yeah. saying that. Yeah, I think. <laughs> I mean, I mean. You can see his eye. Yeah, or for sure. So yeah, I, it's yeah. definitely sliding off because it's like almost entirely off by the time he finishes the strike. So, mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. Why do I so like to answer your question, it is content. not staying on his head. Yeah. <laughs> Why do I feel like his eyes are drawn different now? Like maybe it's just like he he's not that same bright bright eyed bushy tailed kid anymore. But like, it, it's um, just it's giving me that feeling that he got he matured. Also, I feel like it's the mask. I mean, but but yeah. the mask, but but. He didn't have the All Might eyes before in the mask, I don't right, think, right? right? So, like, but yeah, that, but even that outside could be of the saying. mask, um, even with the mask off and it's just Deku's face, his eyes are still different because at some point in time, Kohei decided to stop drawing Deku with a black pupil and now he has, oh. a, and now he has a solid white pupil. 
or maybe uh, it's vice versa. Maybe it was solid oh, white, but, and now it's solid black. But there was an artistic change in Deku's design in that regard. I think it was Vocal Pineapple who, who, who I I saw talking about it on the timeline. He's like, this was not like just a couple panels. Like Kohei actually changed this legitimately. Sure, yeah. Sure. So maybe that has something to do with it i don't know but also at the same time i feel like kohei is just giving him more confident facial expressions yes you know that's for say. sure yeah yeah so so he he's gonna look different no matter what because he has been looking s- the same way for 300 chapters mm-hmm. in literally any situation bright eyed huh 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 or he's like crying or he's finally pissed and the fight's about to end but like throughout the entirety of this conflict he has been cool, calm, collected, calculating a completely different level of confidence that we've ever seen. So naturally, mm-hmm. his facial expressions kind of reflect that throughout. So it's probably really easy to notice the change because of yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's a, that's yeah. that's my take on it anyway. But yeah. But yeah was, was there anything else we needed on Hero? Uh, I'm good. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I think I'm good too. All right. Getting into the piece de l'existence, one piece who are. Chapter 1010, Color of the Supreme King. <laughs> oh my who is the king here? We know who it we is. Know who the we know who it is. You know who it is. You know who it when is. When I tell you I've been okay. waiting for this. <laughs> my whole life. We've been waiting for this. <laughs> like forever, bro. Like, forever. like, like post time skip Ashura mm-hmm. has been something that I have been, everyone has been so excited for. Eagle's lucky he's not fucking here because for some <laughs> fucking reason he decided inside of himself that Zoro didn't have Ashura post time skip for whatever reason and he was adamant about that like he was very confident we would laugh him out of the room and he'd be like nah man I know them you know what I'm saying like, we gonna see well, you know what I mean what? well guess what bro like, oh, man. he also God. for some reason said Jimbei wouldn't be returning and we get both of these things this arc which is like Giant mm-hmm. eagle elves. Uh, <laughs> he would. He'd be getting bullied right now. <laughs> yeah. yes, I, bro, yes, I would be right. acting a fool right now. I promise you. But we don't need to dwell on it too much. It's here, and mm. it's fucking amazing. But before we get into that, of course, we need to talk about how amazing the rest of the chapter is. Yes, up including this. This cover, cover putting yes. putting on eye drops. <laughs> Love it. It's just cute. It's just a great I, little time. I miss putting. Yeah, I, really do. I do miss like, putting. Like I was really upset when she erased her memory from from Sanji. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. "Damn, you really yeah. would have made a good one." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like Oda's always going to just tease things like that though, and never yeah. let them. You know, like it's romantic stuff. It's a, like one piece about a different kind of romance. You know what yep. I mean? Yeah. So yep. I feel like Oda's romance dawn. To that. Yeah. <laughs> but oh my big god, mom this chapter flying off of Onigashima. And um, Zoro's still just slicing up Prometheus. Mm-hmm. This fucking this panel though of him in cubes is just hilarious. <laughs> I love he's like trying to talk like, "Mama, I'm coming to save you." I'm, I'm, I'm coming, son of a. <laughs> Stop it. Yes. Man, this was really smart on a uh, kid and uh, Law's part where they just locked. Uh, why can't I remember the name of the cloud? Zeus. Zeus. When they locked Zeus into the box. Yeah, because now he can't get out. Prometheus yep. the only person who could really help. Right, mm-hmm. like that was really cool. I really, yeah, uh, intelligent. I remember we yeah. were going into the strategy of that um, last week. Me and Mello and me and him were were talking about it, and we were talking about how it's, it's it feels so good that you know there's all of this crazy power scaling that can be done, you know, for One Piece, and 
there's so many hierarchies of power inside of the Navy and inside of the pirates and, you know, obviously inside of the revolution eventually too. And that even though there's all of this kind of chaos inside of power in one piece where concepts aren't as fleshed out as we wish they would, like hockey and things like that, Mm -hmm. Oda knows that they make sense. And even though he hasn't given us the um, explanation for them that we would want, he's still making the actual interactions coincide with the explanation he has up here. So that Mm -hmm. when we do eventually get it, it's going to feel good if we ever do get it. But in the meantime, at least the altercations exist inside of that framework for Oda. So you know what I mean? So that like the way to take Big Mom out of a situation like this is to one, get her off of her feet so that when the tact mm-hmm. boulder comes and hits her, it's just physics. It's just momentum. Like if she's yeah. on the ground, oh yeah, that, uh, that boulder, boom, she would have broken right shattered. through that. But yep. the repel lifted her up and then the, fu- you know what I mean? It makes sense. That's how you fucking do that. Because if it would have been my, you know, special attack versus Big Mom's special attack and kids won, it would feel fucking weird. Or if sure. Kid and Law both you know, hit, you know, big mom full power and she like was in a, a a position to defend it regularly and they still overpowered her and she flew off of Onigashi, but it would feel weird as fuck. You have yeah. to make it make sense. Mm-hmm. And Oda knows how to do that, obviously, because it's his yes. fucking story. <laughs> yeah, because this yeah. entire fight, she's just been tanking all of their attacks. Yeah. So like if, she, if they somehow manage to knock her off physically, that right. would be like very strange. weird. Like, yeah, you need the help like, of what? knowing that she's already in the air and doesn't have footing. Like that's how you do it. Right. Until right. the end of this chapter. Right. <laughs> yeah. But I love I love how Law Law is still a presence on the battlefield that matters. Yeah. He doesn't really yes. have the damage that everyone else does. Like he is still a very serious problem in regard to positioning, and mm-hmm. we see that. And you know, Zoro's getting you know focused on because he's got Prometheus hemmed up. He goes to attack. He switches places with Zoro and then goes into the injection shot. And like the sure. choreography on that is just beautiful. The choreography right, throughout yes. this chapter, I want to say, reminds me a lot, especially towards the end um, with Luffy and Kaido. Reminds me a lot of like any Slobby choreography you know what i mean it feels very um earlier one piece you know what i mean compared to like yeah some of the more just clash of big named attacks that we've kind of been seeing throughout the course of the new world you know what i mean it's Mm -hmm. it's a lot less technical on the martial arts aspect since the time skip i want to say but seeing things like this at least by and large in the in the the yeah 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 but like in in this you can really feel like otis still got the juice in that regard you know what i mean (laughs) like he did not forget a single thing you know right. what I mean? And it's just so great to see in a chapter like this. You know what I mean? Right, right. Like, I'm pretty sure Oda at home had, like, this whole Charlie Day wall of, like, things from his own series where he's just like, okay, yeah, this makes sense, this makes sense. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's bring it back to here. Yes. Just just a wall? I, th- I think he needs, like, a whole wing of his mansion to, right. to, to <laughs> accompany that, that entire grid of information, yeah. Yes. Might have to rent an entire building. <laughs> Bro, this motherfucker hit this injection shot right in the fucking, like, whatever this gap in your, like, at the Ugh. bottom of your oh, neck is. that. I yeah, can't remember yeah. what it's oh, called, yeah, but, like, that boom. little, he hit him right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in that yeah. little divot, bro. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah wow. you, you could You could tell that it really kind of hurt, too, because you're like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Antibacterial curtain. I don't think we've yeah. ever seen that before. We I haven't. don't think so either, yeah. That's I think sick. This- that really is because, like, I didn't think that he had any more abilities to use. But I didn't think he, he had is. defensive ones like that. Yeah, right, me neither. right. 
I thought it was all just switching in other medical stuff. I mean, this is medical, but like, yeah, I, I didn't yeah, yeah. think that he'd ever have like a defensive ability. I yeah, was yeah. Just like evasive abilities and right, right, like right. damage, like nullifying kind of uh, abilities. Mm-hmm. And, and based on like the transition from page four to page five, it seemed like it did a very good job of defending because uh, Kaido like literally like slammed him away, and, yeah, and then on page five, he's like, he's yeah. fine. He put his waist into that shit too. He put his oh, back into that yeah. shit, bro. He's. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, damn. He right, cracked right. his shit. <laughs> I don't care about no antibacterial curtain, bro. I don't know if he's standing up again after that. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it seems like more like an antibacterial wall or something. Yeah. I mean, the curtain curtain feels yeah. less defensive than what, yeah. what just happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, it actually really is cool that it's named antibacterial curtain too, because it's like ant- antibodies fight off, you know, things that could kill you. And yeah. this is sure. what they did. Yeah. Sure. So. Hey, yeah, nice. yeah. Oh, oh, I love that. Love yeah. that. Fuck yeah. So we get definitely got to talk about page six here, where like just before on page five, like Kid and Killer said, "We'll go deal with Big Mom." This page six is really big to me. I feel like um, so like Prometheus with um napoleon did go down and save big mom great right yeah i actually i and i commented on this in my live reading that i posted on our project manga discord in the one piece chat but what i was imagining was going to happen here with big mom i was imagining she was going to get hit off the top you know what i mean yep and float and fall down and literally make a new zeus out of the clouds as she was falling you know what i mean like oh that's fine i'll just make another homie you know what i mean out of like the water vapor or something but obviously like that didn't need to happen prometheus and napoleon saved her mm-hmm. um yeah. so i think that was cool but they're they're like shit talking zeus here they're shit talking yeah. zeus oh, like he's useless heavy. and prometheus is like really trying to you know get in on that shit talking which yeah. makes me very happy because it seems like this is setting up big mom um letting zeus go yeah. And letting Nami yes, have sir. him, you know what I mean? Yes, yeah. I need Zeus on the team. Yeah. I need I'm him on the gonna, team. I'm not even gonna lie. I was so upset that they were even shit talking Zeus because I was like, why? Yeah, How, he's so <laughs> helpful. Yes, he's a but, good boy. But he's kind of he's he's kind of blown it multiple times in the in the grand scheme yeah. of like Big Mom's plan. Oh, like, for sure. Yeah. They're for making sure. Yeah. they're making sense from like a like a like logically practical, like, mili- yeah. practical yeah. Mili- like yeah. military might oh, yeah. is is is. You know, takes a hit when Zeus is a bumbling idiot. You know what I mean? Right. So, right. So yeah. So that makes and, sense. Um, but yes, it does set up Nami getting Zeus by the end of the arc. Right. Mm-hmm. Then Prometheus. Now look at the middle, the middle row of panels on page six. Right. Mm-hmm. So Big Mom is like, Zeus is useless, and then Prometheus is like super like. Yeah, that's what I keep telling you. Like he he's a dunce and a dope, and he's always holding his back, and he looks so. Mean, mean, and 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 fiery. And then the next panel happens, and he's like happy and yeah. and hey, mama. Anyway, can can I ask you for something, right? And it's yeah. like, and then it's like, but what did he ask for? What is like that's yeah. that's immense. Like, can I have can I have some more soul? Say, like, can yeah. I can I level up or yeah. or like Why I, don't I don't you know. Give me like, the what soul it, that you put in pro in Zeus. Yeah, just dispel then, it, dispel yeah, it. Yeah, or maybe... And put that into me. Yeah, maybe assimilate Zeus in some kind of way that combines Zeus and Prometheus, but, like, it's just Prometheus's soul. I don't know. Right, right. Like, yeah, maybe he's I'm trying not... to consume Zeus or something. I don't know. And then, as we get into the bottom of the page six, mm-hmm. we have Kid and Killer. They've just jumped down from the top of Onigashima, the Skull Dome. They're, mm-hmm. they're now in just, like, the regular land of Onigashima. Mm-hmm. And... They're looking out into the clouds, and there's this 
goro 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 you know it's rumbling you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's like what's with these clouds and you don't have a character say what's with these clouds if these right. clouds don't mean anything you know what right. i mean so Definitely like they do yeah. either like, big mom has just upgraded uh prometheus and now he's super badass like mm-hmm. he's like say permanent lightning for example oh, right I like, it, it would be, like the I thunder was, like, i was thinking something completely different but what, what were you thinking well that's really that's really cool and that makes a lot of sense but i mean like as far as the clouds rumbling, especially because it's about to go right into Conqueror's hockey stuff. Mm. You have a situation where it's, th- it's thought the inside idea. of yeah, it's thought inside of the One Piece community that high levels of Conqueror's hockey application can control or affect the weather to some sure, degree. You have sure. the example of Roger versus Shiki in the mm-hmm. battle of whatever that shit is was called that I can't remember the Rocky <laughs> huh? not the Rocky yeah, yeah. not the Rocky Port incident because I'm pretty sure that's yeah, law. No. Um, but it was like one of those you know yeah. named things that we haven't really seen too much on but mm-hmm. like Shiki had Roger dead to rights and then this, the storm came in and shifted that tide then you sure. also have an example of when Mihawk went to go um, talk to Shanks about Luffy's new bounty and he wants to tell him like yo Luffy's got a hundred million now and when he pulls up to that fucking island it's covered in a huge thunderstorm oh. and then and then he walks up to shanks and shanks is like brooding under a tree and then oh. and then and then mihawk is like hey bro luffy's got a hundred million bounty now and shanks <laughs> is like word hold on we turn it up and then the, the clouds go away <gasps> and then they start drinking so it's like these are known conquerors hockey users interfere you know, interacting with the clouds and, and with yo. the weather you know what i mean and then now they're like yo what's with these clouds and then it goes into literal conquerors hockey the manga for the rest of the chapter (laughs) oh i love that i've never heard of this theory before that's awesome that's that's crazy i could definitely see it because like we also saw it when uh when shanks went to go see whitebeard like all the clouds started to gather and yes all right anybody who's weaker than this level get below deck you're not going to be able to stand yeah and then they clash clouds separate i think this is i think this is leading up to luffy being able to actually part the clouds being able to Hold be on, finally being a Yonko. Hold on, man. Love the it. Love it. Yonko. I'm yes. so happy that we're going into Q Toryu. Yo. Ashura. I don't even know like what I can't remember the the actual like Japanese like name, but like his Ashura like named techniques are always so sick. Ichibugin. Makusen. I don't know what the 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 Japanese one for the. I think I said because Snooty I think sent me the raw. For this, um, for this panel, I think. Oh, okay. And then, like, there was some kanji on it, and then the kanji sure. had, you know, the hiragana. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. The, 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 fur, the furigana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, the furigana. So then I take the furigana and I throw it into fucking like Google Translate. Like it's just like this amazing fucking like name <laughs> yes. and shit. Oh, and, like, so sick. Yeah, and I was just like, dude, I can't wait to hear Zoro's voice actor oh. say this attack. That's gonna dude. hit yeah. so hard. Yeah. Dead man's game, yo. It had a way better, like, direct translation name in fucking Google Translate. And in the scan, actually, had a a better name, too. I can't remember what it was, but it's it's obviously essentially the same thing, but it's just this this Viz version rarely hits as hard as the scans when it comes to things like this. But either way, yeah, go ahead, Shooty. And I love the dialogue that Zoro says before he hits Kaido with it, because it just reinforces, I'm... The first mate he's yes. my yes. captain yes. i'm yes. a ride or die you want to go to you want to kill my captain you're going to have to go through me yes mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. hits him with the strongest move he's got yes possibly i'm and man know. and in the scan too in this dialogue he's like hey don't you think you're a little bit too ahead of yourself bro i'm still alive is like kind of <gasps> like what he says oh. yeah he's like don't you think you're moving a little bit too quick bro yeah <laughs> 
That's so sick. That's yeah, way sick. I'm, cool. I'm but, pretty yeah. sure it was something yeah. like that too. Now that I'm like oh, looking man. at it, yeah. Oh. Nice. So raw. Oh, but oh. then ah. Uh, so yes. to me, to me, yes, seeing Ashura here, mm -hmm. incredible. Been yes. waiting for it for obviously years. You know what I mean? Years and years and years. Eagle in the mud. Um, <laughs> an eagle in the mud. Eagle with a big L. Uh, but what I was screaming at with this chapter was page ten. Kaido saying, don't tell me you can use the color of the Supreme Hot King too. You can use go! Zoro confirmed Conqueror's Hockey. Fuck you, Sanji stands. No way. No way. Get out. It's finally here. It's and man, here. we've been saying this for so yes. long. You have the you have the Rayleigh parallels. You have but see, like now, this goes now, um, when we were talking about Zoro with Conqueror's Hockey before on this show, one of the examples mm -hmm. that I had been using forever to like kind of that, that felt really good as confirmation to me was mm -hmm. in Fishman Island when mm. Luffy oh, uses yes. Conqueror's yes. Hockey to knock out the 50,000 Fishman, and yep. then Zoro was like, well, good. He'd, he'd, he'd have to be able to do at least that, otherwise I would have had to be captain, exactly. or something like that. Yes, and that yes, made me yes. go, okay, so he has Conqueror's Hockey too, because, yes. and he figured it out during his training with Mihawk, and so he comes back and goes, man, my captain better have this shit too. I know he will, but he better, you know what I mean? Like, type <laughs> shit. That's kind of like what I thought from that moment, but it looks mm -hmm. like he's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. So it looks like it just bloomed, I guess, maybe um, recently, or, maybe in this moment. Or he just doesn't know what it's called. Yeah, oh sure maybe there's a different the same, there's a different yeah. term for it that mihawk uses but but at the same time it's like mihawk's in the same echelon he's in the same atmosphere like they would call it the same things i think you know what i mean i, I think, think so. i think you're yeah. right i think you're right but yeah. would, would would mihawk tell him about it i mean like oh, sure. does, does does mihawk hmm. have it Fuck yeah. 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 You think Mihawk? Not yes. every not every Shichibukai big has, name. Not has, every has, big name in the series yeah, has okay. to have. Not, but, not but, every but Shichibukai mean, has to have it, but that's Mihawk. That is Mihawk, like the, man. That's, that's the rival of Shanks, basically. He can't he can't not have it. Right. Otherwise, how are yeah, I don't know. I'm not saying he yeah. definitely doesn't have right, it. I'm right, just right, I'm right. just trying to give you some, some yeah. ways of why Zoro wouldn't know what he's talking Absolutely. about here, right? Yeah, Absolutely. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But this is great, man. This is everything. This chapter. Yeah. Yeah. This chapter, man. And people Shoo. dude, people are saying like Zoro, like Oda's like wanking Zoro and shit. It's like, dude, yeah, yeah. We're focusing yeah. on him. Yes, exactly. Yes. Like we're yeah. like we're focusing on him. He's a like, fucking Zorro fighter. Hasn't had a real, yeah, Zoro hasn't had a real fight since post time skip. Like yeah. he hasn't had to he hasn't had to flex at all. Exactly. This is a Yoko. Like, how do you know this is a wank when you don't even know what his ceiling was? Right. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? And at the same time, it's like, bro. Like he's a he's literally the fighter of mm -hmm. the fucking team, and yes. if you're going to focus on him, it's not going to be the same kind of focus Sanji gets, where it's all about character yes. and humanization yes. and yes. and and pathos. It's not going to be like that. You know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. going to be this. You yes. know what I mean? Oh, so like, it's like, are you new? You know what I mean? Like, I have to ask. <laughs> like, I, I say that like all the time when I'm complaining about Twitter. It's like, are you fucking new here, dude? But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh, man. <laughs> and I, I i i was trying to figure out like what what took kaido so long to react to this dead man's game and it was like he's finally actually feeling pain he yes. hasn't been cut in so long he was just like ooh, yeah wait a second ooh. yeah <laughs> oh shit ouch fuck yeah I, I love what he says on page 10, like, where Zoro's like complaining like damn i wish i'd i would have at least knocked you over you know what i yeah. mean he's like oh 
You yeah. did enough. This wound will remain with me. You yeah. know what I mean? Like this this is the second time he's been injured to yeah. this level. The yeah. first time being literal fucking Odin. Kozuki Odin. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this is a big deal. Says, in the scan he says, Don't worry, like you did everything you needed to. Like, he's gonna leave a scar. You know what I mean? So he yes. actually says yes. the word scar in the scan. Yes. And and it makes sense because like if you look at it at the top of uh of um, page 11, top right mm -hmm. panel, you could see that his original scar now extends into the new Zoro scar. Yes, it just makes yes. it bigger. It's like all a part of each other now. It's not separate. It's all like one big yes. wound now. Yes. And yes. it's like... If, if, that, if that's the extent of the of the Odin link, and that's all like Zoro, like, I feel great about that. You know yeah, I mean? I'm like, fine I feel, with that. So because this wasn't... Like, Zoro doesn't need to kill Kaido or defeat Kaido. He's, like, not even a fucking swordsman, you know what I mean? Like, sure, it right, makes sense right. in, like, a couple areas of the lore so far, but it's mm -hmm. not, it doesn't have to be a perfect one-for-one, one, you know what yes, I mean? Like, yes, yeah. he, he did everything Odin did, so that's yes. mm -hmm. fucking he enough. He is, yeah. he is literally, like, the second or maybe third person to ever wound Kaido, period. Yes. yes. That's huge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in a like long-lasting way. Yeah, yeah. Like Kaido yeah. jumped down from Skypea and yeah. was straight. This yeah. is this man yeah. is in his fused form, not his fused mm -hmm. form, but his uh, his hybrid form. Yeah, right. and he's still wounded. Yeah, mm -hmm. like the, that was a huge deal. That's huge enormous. Deal. Huge now, deal. Now, 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 here's a question: Do you think, and and this might actually already be answered in the in the lore, but do you think that um, Zoans have the most because they're known for their durability, they're known for mm -hmm. their physical yep. stats. Do you mm -hmm. think that they have the most physical stats when they're in full animal form or in hybrid? Because hybrid. Like, well, if you think about it, the hybrid is their original form plus their animal form. But yeah. if the Zoan like thing, if what you know, like what is your original form giving you as far sure. as stats? Whereas right. like the full animal form, you think would get all of that zoan buff credit you know what I how mean? how i always imagined it is yeah. that when you are in human form you are a human right yeah. when yeah. you're in animal form that's actually you could call it like your magical form right it's like an ability like yeah. your your the, the coolness of your fruit is is in there but the hybrid is the battle form you know what i mean of, of oh, like using sure. using both like your combat like as as a human you're shaped like a human and so your combat is usually you know human shaped combat yeah, right yeah. like martial arts that kind of yeah, stuff yeah. but then you have the the buff of animal strength right where like but say then you have say, the buff of animal strength but then also an added buff of you going into a more combat oriented form that's probably yeah. giving you more stats just by being a combat oriented form right so, yeah, now like yeah. say say there was a turtle fruit right yeah. I, I I bet that the the strongest defense would be in the full turtle yeah. form because yeah. that's like mm -hmm. the the turtle's aspect, right? Yes. Where yeah. like say Kaido here, if Kaido's in full dragon form, yes, you have the better hyper beam, you have the oh, ability to sure. make floating clouds. Yeah. It's 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 like more like a magical utility belt. Yeah. And and but the that. hybrid the hybrid form is the is the fused battle form is that what how, really I, good. how I always and, understood it. Yeah, and that one way really I saw good, was yeah. that like in like the history of just writing in general, whenever you have like a hybrid animal human or animal whatever or anything, that's usually stronger than the, just just the animal by itself. Sure. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. it, it like in like almost anything that you ever read. I was like, just thinking, like, like I was just thinking from weaker. like a pure like statistically like a, from mm -hmm. from a stat perspective right it's like you're a human form you're probably the weakest as a human because there's no mm -hmm. magic added to that 
then right. then you go into your hybrid form and you have some of that magic you know those stats that go into your the zone right. aspect you're mm-hmm. getting some of it and then you're getting all of that stat credit from a fully mm-hmm. realized full animal form is kind of how right. i interpreted that mm-hmm. but um but i like your ex i like the way that you kind of laid it down nick a lot yeah, yeah. a lot yeah. hell yeah. yeah hell yeah yeah wow <laughs> but yeah okay poor, so poor law <laughs> poor law yeah, yeah, this this th- this thunder bagua that hits both Zoro and Law in one go and obliterates both of them at once is incredible on yeah. on page eleven or whatever. Oh, damn, yeah. damn. It's the line attack, Boom, mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. in its way, even and multiple this, characters. <laughs> yeah, and and then this this um progression starting on page twelve where Luffy's on the ground. And then, you know, Kaido's monologue blending into Luffy getting up and going into his monologue and Just he's like remembering. Luigi. Yeah, yeah. Just and he's remembering exactly so. um, Hyogoro's, like, dialogue of, like, how to use Ryo. And, and, and it, it is in the midst of danger that power truly blossoms. Oh, my God. This is just a perfect transition into the beatdown yeah. Kaido takes. Yes. Oh, man. Yes. I, I wasn't prepared for this whatsoever. Yeah. And then, like, when I finished chapter, I was like, of course this is what Ryo is. Right, right. <laughs> and it feels a lot, you know, it feels really good that Luffy um, is such a versatile fighter. You know what I mean? And and that's been built up so well throughout the entire course of the series because now we're at a point where he gets bashed with the club in the Ragnarok that knocked him out for so long and it was infused with Conqueror's Hockey. And mm-hmm. now that Luffy has taken the damage, he kind of understands it more. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, yeah. you yes. know, it's not like I saw it and now I can do it. It's I experienced it. I felt it. And now I have a closer connection to the actual phenomenon itself to the point where it makes sense that I can whip it out in base form. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean right now? Because it's similar. I, the, the way that it feels to me is kind of like Black Flash. You know what I mean? Yeah. It yes. puts you in a state, you know, similar to athletes going into like the zone. Ooh. You know what I mean? And it's like obviously black sparks. You know what I mean? So there's mm-hmm. a little, there's obviously an aesthetic connection there, you know, but, and even though the explanation is so different, you know, it's just like a similar yeah. vibe. You know yes. what I mean? Oh so, yeah. Oh yeah. Super similar. So it feels good that you know luffy kind of does what he does here even though it does feel um it feels it it does feel weird to me you know what i mean like just the idea of luffy being ko'd after a drastic attack for Mm -hmm. all of two to three minutes max before he recuperates gets up and then in base form literally manhandles kaido and like sure if he's got like a a new or more enlightened sense kind of like gojo coming out of the assassination Maybe, Mm -hmm, you know, you could kind of attribute it to where he's kind of on a high where he like understands things, you know, a little bit more now. And so there's maybe that confidence is why he's performing so well against Kaido after just waking up from a drastic attack. And maybe Kaido's kind of just like taken aback. Maybe Kaido's at like um, B and Luke Mm -hmm. is just at A right now in this moment. You know what I mean? Just right now. I doubt that this is going to be how the fight goes the rest of the time just because if you had a little mini Zenkai situation... But, yep. like, at least in this moment of, you know, enlightened confidence, Luffy yes. makes a big difference. You know what I and mean? I, so. and, I, and I feel like the top of page 13 pretty much encapsulates everything you're talking about, right? So, like, yeah. the first, first, you know, top right of page 13, he's saying, like, oh, like, it was still too shallow. And he's referring to his Rio, right? His Rio is, is, is too weak. 
Right. And then the middle panel of Hyogoro saying, it is in the midst of danger that power truly blossoms. Boom. Then Luffy saying, as you were saying, after I took the hit from that club, I figured it out. It mm -hmm. being everything about Rio. Now yeah. I can use it, right? Right. Um, I, I, I think it, I think it flows well. I think, I think it, it makes does sense. flow well. And I love how, yeah. and I love how, you know, a lot of it is about Kaido's mental state. Like his expectations are being shattered left and right throughout mm -hmm. the course of this all of his experience is telling him things should happen this way and then boom you have these all of these wild cards it's not just you know regular pirates and one wild card you have a bunch of like these are these supernovas you're dealing with these are all main characters in their own right you know what mm -hmm. i mean so he has these expectations about how he thinks that things should go inside of the scabbards how he thinks things should go inside of the supernovas and they're almost just one-upping him almost you know like at every at every turn what does that mm -hmm. mean for his, the psychology of kaido you know what I right mean? right and from the utmost confidence just being dwindled down over and over again and this is about willpower and your mental state affects how effective your hockey is you know what i mean so i love how oda is really exploring that to the degree that he is inside of this confrontation with kaido because these mm -hmm. are all very like loose you know concepts that and they are still relatively loose we haven't gotten like diagrams and full page exposition for yeah. anything, you know what I mean? But things are starting to make sense with context in actual events happening in reality without that exposition there. Because the continuity, you know, is so cared about by Oda inside of how he understands it, the events are going to keep making sense even though the explanation for them isn't there in your face like Togashi, you know what yes. I mean? So as this is happening, it's honestly this confrontation is giving us a better understanding of hockey not just through obvious exposition like we have on page 13 but mm -hmm. just in the events and the 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 how characters react to the conflict you know what i mean is yeah. right. very telling of a lot of things you know what i mean so when we do eventually get this full exposition if we ever do we're going to be able to think back to all of these kind of moments that coincided with it you know what i mean and mm -hmm. it's going to feel really good i want to say but Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but just leading into this, no words, just scrapping. Yeah, I what? I don't even know what the word the, is for what I was when I saw this. Because like when he stopped the bagua, and it's just like you see nothing. He don't, he's not even touching it. I was like, yes, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like yo, and then the backflip. Who the dude? This choreography. <gasps> it is. Ooh. Oda still got the juice, man. He does. He does, though. Oh, my God. I, I did not even realize. I mean, and even Law. Law says it on the last page, right? Like, he's not even touching him. Yeah. And when I when I first read the chapter, I was like, I mean, yeah, he's using Ryo. Obviously, he's not touching him. But I didn't realize that it was so obvious from the drawing, right? Yeah, like, say, yeah. like, top of fifth, top of 14. Even even the first and second panel of fourteen is like mm -hmm. showing like this is the first time where he's like I'm not even touching this club yeah. and I'm hitting it away and yeah. then um, bottom of fifteen where like you see Kaido being like just punched in the side but Luffy there's this huge white you know yeah, like gas, area just yes. this missing. area and then obviously on, on the uppercut like there's Luffy there's his hand there's that white you know bubble of of, yeah. of Rio and then and then Kaido. Also, Kaido got hit back. Like, look at the top of 17. Kaido got hit back, like, I don't know, Far. 40, 50 feet. Yeah. <laughs> from that punch he or whatever. He went back yeah. a bit. 
Like, but just just beautiful this how how the Rio is being portrayed or whatever. Like, yeah. wow. like, like when I first saw it, I thought about like uh when Luffy first went gear second, it was mm-hmm. like, okay, maybe oh. he's just hitting him way too fast. Yeah. Exactly, just not exactly. Even touching him. Yeah. Right. He, well, because just... when it when he's in gear second, you get the impact explosion. But like what makes gear second, you know, um work aesthetically is that the speed is shown because Luffy is always shown in a retracted state. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. His arm is already back while yes. on the same panel that the impact is happening. Mm-hmm. But in, yeah. in, in base, that fist connects and you see the yes. fist connect. Yes. But then in Rio, the fist connects as if it's, you know, base form, but it runs into this pouch that makes it look like your second impact explosion. But right. but it's yep. still like there's there's very obvious aesthetic differences between Ryuo Gear Second mm-hmm. and Gear One, or, yes. and just base rather. You know what I mean? So it's it's really easy to tell on the bottom of fifteen because when he does the Gear Second, like the jet the jet attack, yeah. right? You don't see his hand, right? Exactly. You just see the arm going into the what? Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. And here in the bottom of fifteen, you see the fist. You yes. see the fist, and the fist is not touching. You know, Kaido or whatever. Right. It's just, it's just incredible. Yes. I just beautiful, oh, amazing. Nah. Oh yeah. And then I, I feel so bad for Zoro because he's not even <laughs> conscious to witness this. I know, Yo. dude. <laughs> like, like laws awake, watching him just body yet another top tier villain, mm-hmm. and then Zoro just knocked the fuck out I feel on like the ground. Zoro always misses it though. <laughs> he does every it's single like time. Never there, but he just like hears about. It. He's like, yeah, makes sense. He should do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. That's about right. But mark my words, he's gonna improvise this into a fifth gear. Ooh. Sun Lu Kong. Come on, man. Yo. Come on, man. I feel like Sun Wukong, if it if it is going to go into a Sun Wukong kind of situation, I feel like that would be awakening. Oh, right. sure. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. I don't think I don't think he would have a gear for for that. I, I feel like gears will be. Well, you you could call it a gear, but oh, it would, sure. it would yeah, be it, it would be gear. an awakened yeah. devil fruit yeah. type of situation. Sure. I, I agree with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. <sighs> But wow, yeah, he's like, all right, well, I get it now. You guys can all go downstairs and do whatever else you want to do. I'm what? You're solo. I'm good. <laughs> what badassery! I, I, I was, so, I was even my yeah, jaw dropped when Luffy said back. this. Like, yeah, 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 y'all can go down. Yeah, I yeah. got this. It's well, like it, make, it, make, it makes sense though because he hasn't scrapped with Kaido since he's went into hybrid. He hasn't mm-hmm. scrapped him as Gear Fourth since he's been into hybrid form. He's really just been trying to take advantage of the team fight aspect. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And they've oh, been sure. doing a really good job of that. But now that he's sending everyone down below, we kind of forget like he hasn't been tapping into the full range of his capabilities because he hasn't really needed to. So now that he has this un- this enlightened Ryuo understanding, now he's going to start incorporating that from base form into gear second, gear third, gear four, all the way up to Snake Man Snake or whatever Man. other fucking Tiger Man, hopefully, whatever the fuck else we get. You know what I mean? It's it, we're, we're about to start seeing Luffy really start to turn up and, and obviously Kaido is going to get a lot more serious. You know what I mean? So this mm-hmm. this this yeah. makes sense for Luffy yeah. now. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. He's oh, yeah. here oh, yeah. by himself. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. God damn. I feel like Luffy's just drawn way better than at any other point in this arc Look right here. Where he's just like, go ahead. I got it. Don't oh, worry about it. Oh, <laughs> he looks so perfect, man. What mm-hmm. a fucking dog, um, bro. Man. Oof. And, uh. I really loved his fucking monologue to Kaido. He was like, what the yes. fuck, you idiot? We never go with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. He said, mark my words, you're going down. Yes. yes. And we know what that means when he makes that very serious, you know, declaration. It's going to happen by the end of the conflict. So, <laughs> yes. I agree with that. that. I agree yeah. with that. 
Is it a break after it. this? It is a break. It is a break. break yes. Son of a bitch. Yes. Too yes. Bad. But hey, God, it's gonna slap that much harder when it's back. Oh, Oda, Oda earned a break from this chapter. Oh yeah, oh, he he's did. been oh, yeah. stunning. <laughs> These yes. last couple chapters, bro, has been insane. He gave us the yeah. Ashura. We got the Conqueror's mm -hmm. Hockey confirmed. We got yes. new Luffy. He's feeling like a brand new bitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> We're out here. It's this is time. an immense chapter. Just this stepped is out yeah. the Versace store. He got it <laughs> going on. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God. I'm very excited. Um, Did you uh, guys have anything so, else you wanted to say though about um, One Piece no. this week? That's all I had. Yeah. Uh, what a combo. Mm -hmm. Such a combo. Well, everyone, thank Man. you all so much for watching if you did. Um, slap a like on the video if you enjoyed it. Hit subscribe if you're new. Hit the bell icon next to it so we can chirp you when new content is live. And of course, visit the description section where you can follow us on all of our social media accounts like Twitter, join our online communities like Discord, listen on Spotify or Apple Music or wherever you normally listen to your podcasts, check out our online store on Patreon, see what we got going on over there. And with all that being said, I think that'll do it for this episode of the Project Manga Podcast. Thank you again, Schnooty, for joining us. It's always a pleasure. It's no problem, man. Yeah. Love this. It's a great Absolutely. conversation. Oh what my God. Atmosphere. Hell yeah. Every time. Always Fantastic great. week. Well, that'll do it, y'all. Wrapping up, I'm your host, Knox. And I'm Nickums. We'll catch y'all next time.